Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayland. Our campaign is entitled A Time to Harvest. It was written by Brian Sammons, Charles P. Zaglanis, Glenn Owen Barras, and Mike Mason, and it's available on the Chaosium website. Jeff Wilkins is our game master, and this is Chapter 2, Episode 8. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Jeff? Thanks, Tom. Um... So one one little bit of clarification. So I messed up so at some point way back when with the whole, I, I just put the fountain in the middle of the campus and it's supposed to be a tower. So I'm just going to flip-flop that. So we're going to move the tower to where the fountain was and the fountain to where the tower is. So there still is a tower. It's just off to the side a little bit. Um, I think I messed up at some point. We were talking about dorm rooms and cafeterias and stuff, and I couldn't grasp in my mind whether or not there was like one main cafeteria or if there was one cafeteria in each dorm room and I was reading through the notes and there it's the latter so each dorm room has its own cafeteria oh okay um I think there was one more down on the in the basement or something of each one maybe yeah, yeah it's uh, you know Bottom first floor. floor maybe and then the sleeps and dorms are up on the second floor what it's not not that important i guess okay. um i think that was the only two mess ups i had in regards to the map anyway this is probably not important this is 1930 so it would be men's dorm and women's dorm yeah that's correct it. yeah yeah of course it would um and they they were they are rather strict about you know no visiting like the men the men are allowed in the little lobby section during the daytime, but as soon as it gets nighttime, they're not allowed in the building. They're not allowed up in the rooms, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the quick recap was last episode, you guys took some time to talk to Armitage. <laughs> it was a rather fun conversation. You guys pretty much laid everything out on the table. Sounded like a bunch of raving lunatics. Armitage took it in stride though, much to maybe your surprise. Um, but he, he, you know, he didn't kick you out of the office, and he, he, he's questioning, obviously, because some of that was really fantastic. But um, he did let you know that he was going to talk to security and, and see what he can do about getting extra security, because uh, clearly he doesn't want anything happen to the the books. Um, you then went to talk with Professor Learmouth in the geology lab, and that. Interaction was interesting. You did lay out some, you kind of danced around some of the more fantastical stuff, but towards the end there, <laughs> Jasper got a little uh, grabby hands and ended up snatching the pebble from the master's hand. Um, and he pretty much, he didn't, he didn't really push back at that, but he did uh, threaten us with the Dean. Yeah threatened with the Dean and he took your names down on a little piece of paper. It was, it was mine. And uh, it, it may cause him a little uh, problem when he tries to turn in Arthur to Sheds Jackson. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. So we have a pending threat coming. Um, it's just for the sake of the game, the timing's not critical. So I'm just going to say that uh, it's now Monday afternoon. You've just finished talking to those guys most of the morning. You have the rest of the afternoon. 
and then you've been given the next date, which would be Tuesday, as something's going to happen. So you guys are in a tough spot because you don't necessarily have all the information. So it's really like, you know, you're going to have to work with what you got and just kind of hope it pans out. Now I'm thinking you shouldn't let Learmouth see that stone because now he knows you have it. Mm. I think you need to hide it someplace safe. Because for all we know, what if he's in on this and he's just really clever? I, I don't think he was in on it, but who knows? Well, <clears throat> we got to stop people from getting hurt. And like I say, I'm afraid they're going to blow something up. Now, am I right in saying that Jerry, you spotted one of the guys at the in the courtyard when we were going over to the? Um, I don't. I don't know if it, I, I don't know if it was one of them, but I'm sure it was one of one of the sure, guys from the graveyard. Sure, was it, it Lewis? Sure, it sure felt like I I couldn't tell who it was, uh, but it sure felt like he was it was with them. Uh, there was also a guy in a suit, but he wasn't one of the students. Uh, I thought that's uh, I thought that's who you meant. Um, I don't. Uh, no, I you saw. He's a, he's a, uh, you saw Jason Trent from a distance. That's right. That's right. But there was this other man with him. I'm not sure who it was. Uh, no, not with him. They're, they're two separate. There was a stranger you saw in a suit. Okay. But Jason Trent was the only one that we've seen in the last 24 hours. Say right. Yeah. Well, I, I suppose it's all kind of run together. Um, well, considering our uh, previous thought of uh, taking one of them, uh, I wish we had. Uh, I wish we had seized. Uh, well, whichever one has seized Jason, when we had the chance, it was probably our last opportunity. Who knows where they even are now? It's true. So we got to well, decide what we're going to do. I think that we need to stake out both places and be prepared for I what if we talk to Armitage and tell him at least make sure the place is locked up tight and that all of the students are out. You really think he needs thinks he needs more advice from us? Well, no, but I'm thinking if all if he makes sure that there's nobody in the library, then the only way they can get into the library is from the outside. Oh, I, I wasn't disagreeing with your suggestion. Just uh speculating that Armitage uh, probably uh, thinks he uh, knows best how to protect his uh, yeah, I'm on, books. I, I, I think he probably does, Jerry. I think you're right. But I, I think also maybe Tug, if we were going to watch both places, Tug, if you wanted to watch the library, I, we could go in the library and stake out the library overnight or, or tomorrow. If it's going to be tomorrow, tomorrow. So you think we should hide in the library? Well, could do. I've got a gun. Well, I'd uh, I'd like to get another. I don't think I, uh, I'm inclined to uh, try and take a rifle into the library, but uh, I think the uh, shop would still be open. Uh, I'm I'm with you on that, Danny. I'd be uh, I'd be inclined to spend the night in the library as long as I was properly armed. The only thing is, is if you shoot somebody, you're going to jail. Are we, yeah. are we, are we allowed to have guns on campus? No. Yes, I don't think no school would ever allow you to have guns on campus. Um, well, 
while, while you're uh, well, I mean, my my first first thought is is that I I was going to find out um, where they park their cars, and um, I thought I might uh, take my pocket knife with me and slash um, their tires. Slash their tires. Or you could put some sand in the engine or something like that. Well, that's a good idea. Sugar is meant to be. Quite then, good. then then they don't see the damage until they try and start the car. How are you going to make sure you know whose car is whose? Well, I can I can just you know ask around and I'll ask the engineering students. They 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 always take notice of people's cars. They know who drives what. Jeff, would it be feasible that we would know any of their vehicles, or did we not really know them that well, well enough to know maybe what they were driving? I'd probably um, know what Mark Higgins had, if he had a car. Uh, His would be the yellow Volkswagen with the pink spots all over it, because he's a clown. <laughs> Jasper, do a luck roll? I'm not going to roll on top of the unlucky book on the other night. <laughs> I'm going to roll over the other side of the test. That is 14 out of 60. Sorry, 14? 14 out of 60. That's really good. I will say you definitely know Rod's car. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say that the other students you guys were not that close with. Uh, maybe, Tug, you might recognize Hagen's car if you saw it. But, like, at the moment, to describe it, you know, most cars back then were pretty much black. So it's yeah. kind of, like, hard to describe That's and distinguish true. unless you're a gearhead. Um, it was a DeSoto. <laughs> I don't know. They're probably all the servos. <laughs> well, what about um, the um, the professor's car? Um, uh, um, the professor who uh, organized the trip. <clears throat> Block. Um, Would we know? He's going to say no because uh, if you remember back to when you went on the trip the university provided you two of the university cars. So it wasn't yeah. like you didn't drive up in somebody's car. It was actually, you had basically the red car and the blue car. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go and uh, find um, Rod's car. And um, I'm going to dump uh, a pound of sugar in the... Okay. Uh, in the tank and um so it's monday afternoon are you doing that today or are you I'm, doing i'm not that? gonna i won't slash the tires actually because if someone comes up to the car and sees the tires are slashed they'll know that the tires have been slashed um i'm, I'm gonna do it sort of you know early in the evening tomorrow. Um, on, on yeah tomorrow around tea time about half past four and, okay um, so I'll remind you, you guys don't know what time. So coffee time. Yeah, you maybe want to do it late tonight in case they're going to do the thing in the morning, although it could be evening. Well, yeah, because past midnight would technically be tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll do it when it's dark tonight. Okay. 
So I'll pop off to the store and buy some sugar. Yep. Yeah, I'll give them a fake name. Sign, <laughs> sign the sugar book. <laughs> Maybe you could wait at the stakeout with us, and as soon as we see them, then you run and do it. Because if it's two in the morning, the only cars in the parking lot are going to be theirs. So, guys, what are we going to do in terms of, we, we don't know where this is all going to happen. Are we going to split and do two in each building? I'll, I'll watch the library. Uh, I'll be with Chuck then. I guess then if that's uh, you and I doing the, uh, the lab. Yeah. Well, you're, the, you're the man with the precious stone there, so... Yeah, I, I might go and. Um, you might need your flint knife. I might go and put that somewhere. I've got my I've got my sock full of quarters. Actually, I've got, now, a, few, I've got a bit more change in there now because I just bought some uh, some sugar. Now, now, don't take this the wrong way, because um, I'm I'm not trying to influence your decision, but I will just say that if you split, you are also potentially having your odds at completing one particular mission. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think we should go back to the original idea then of, of um, getting up in the bell tower so that we can see both places. Can we see both places from the bell tower? I'm assuming it's got sort of multiple windows or slits. Or, or sure, whatever. it's a bell tower. Like this on the side. Well, what good will it do to see what's happening if we can't right. do anything about it? I was thinking going up to the building, and by the time they, they, you know, by the time we see where they're heading, we can get down. It's not like it's it's only like it's not like it's sort of a hundred and fifty feet tall or something. It's just like a couple of stories. The bell tower. No, actually, I was just reading it in the notes tonight. Uh, it's eight stories. It's eight stories. It's the tallest building uh, south of our south, uh, south of the river. Ridiculous! Why would they want to do that? Well, we don't have to go all the way up though, do we? That's true. Okay. Here's what I'm thinking. If, if we're talking about protecting something, you're talking about a handful of rocks that really at the moment have no particular value. I mean, if they're harder than diamond, but value. A library full of rare and priceless books. Well, I, if we're choosing I, one or the other, that seems like an obvious choice. They could obviously do far more damage to the books than they could do to the, the lab. Do you think it's the lab they're after or the professor? Well, that's that's an idea that uh, Danny told me, but I don't know what he's talking about. Brains, talk brains. Yeah, but you, you keep bringing that up, and I don't know what you're talking about. Why would yeah, you that? Rod, or whoever Rod is up in the graveyard told us that, or told me, or said that um, has, the brains have been swapped. And we still don't know uh, whether they're mind, it's the mind, the brain, or what, but obviously there's some kind of switch happening. Even yeah. so, even so, the uh, Professor Learman seems, uh, well, to put it frankly, more replaceable than most of those books probably are, so I'd still choose the library. Well, that's what Danny said. He thought maybe that's too well, Yeah, you remember last time um, we were talking to um, Armitage and they, you know they were looking at all these different books, but Armitage told us that um, 
that one of the rare books somebody tried to take it out and he stopped it happening. So I maybe that I, I I'm I'm with you guys. I think we should do the library and hope yeah. we're not wrong. <laughs> right. So let's do this uh, Monday afternoon. Uh, you've got the sugar idea. So whatever needs to be done, go out and buy sugar. Whatever. Um, uh, Jeff, while uh, while we're shopping, I would like to go back to the gun shop. Jerry only has rifles. He's never had a pistol, uh, so I'd like to buy one and uh, get uh, not tons of ammunition. That might seem suspicious. Uh, I'm not expecting to need tons of ammunition, but you know, maybe like a box. Uh, okay. Um... I mean, Danny's been carrying around a, an ill. Uh, a concealed weapon that's not allowed on campus for quite a, a while. So I think Jerry is starting to feel a little uh, left out of the uh, concealed weapon uh, part of this adventure. So. so there's actually a section in the book that does talk about this and I'm going to put it down to a luck roll for you because it mentions that Arkham is, you know, it's quite easy for farmers and uh, townsfolk to come in and buy a rifle for hunting reasons. Right. But pistols are a little bit more difficult to get in that time period. And play. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that seems, luck rule seems legit then as to whether, so this is just as to whether they have it or not, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, right. I recall from even Horror on the Orient Express 20, uh, 1923 that there were, there were, you had to get a license to have a handgun in the U.S., I don't remember that specifically, so for now, I'm just going to say, don't worry about that. Right. Well, I made the luck roll. You made 29 it. 29 out of 38. All right. I'm putting that down to the peaches. Um, yeah, now, I seem to recall, too, I'm just now remembering, you decided to splurge on your more expensive rifle, didn't you? Yeah. I seem to, because you got the cheaper one as an interim and then you came back later and said you wanted to upgrade and get the more expensive one and i'm pretty sure i remembered saying that you can do that but it's basically you're going to like expend all your loose money at that point um, okay well if it's too expensive to afford then i guess there's nothing i can do about that you know dude if you kill somebody you're going to jail i don't intend to kill anybody you can, all, you can always fire a shot. Fire a shot. But obviously, they, uh, th that's right. They, uh, Remember, they've got ray guns. That's right, but they believe... We don't stand a chance. No, but clearly they believe they can be harmed. Everybody says that I'm the dumb one, but I just thought of something. I want to... Now, Jeff, you're going to have to help me on this one. I want to go to the supermarket and get a pound of either pepper or cinnamon and I want to be able to throw it in their faces because magic uh, lightning gun or whatever they're not going to be able to do anything if they're blind okay that's, that's a, fine that's a good idea Tug. Uh, um, let me just clarify that true cinnamon or just cassia so I just wanted to use my <laughs> pure, pure ground side anthropology master's degree for the first time in my life. <laughs> so probably um, pepper is going to be more available than cinnamon. Let me just go back to Jerry real quick. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you for another luck roll, and I'm going to make you have to get a hard 
So less than half of your left. All right. Um. Oh, not okay. even close. Yeah, that's fine. It's just a little too expensive out of your price range. If I recall, you have a shotgun, a regular rifle, and a rather expensive rifle. So you're not you're not without lack of firepower as well. No, uh, it's, the it's shotgun. Uh, the, the shotgun was me accidentally saying the word shotgun when I meant rifle. Jerry only oh. has the rifle and the rather expensive rifle. Does it help if I? Does it help if you just? It, does selling the uh, cheaper rifle back help? <laughs> um, I'm just going to say no. <laughs> Good thinking, though. I'll give you points for that. All right. um, yeah, so the woman at the grocery store thinks you all are baking a cake. She gives you your pound of sugar, your pound of cinnamon or pepper. and. Um, Anything else on Monday slash Monday night you want to do to in order to prepare? Uh, while, while I'm at the store, I'd, I'd like to buy some um, some beef jerky and you know things like just you know some food that I can stick in my pocket so I can just keep snacking as we're going because I'm I'm aware that I've been eating for a while. Yeah, might get a little peckish out there. Yep. You know, Jerry, you could load your rifle with uh, rock salt. That'll definitely stop him, but it won't kill him. Yeah, I was thinking something like that as well. How many guys are at the store? Danny's not going to the store. I think um, with Tug's permission, I'll maybe hang out at Tug's room for some of the time and try and basically watch for a period of time to see if any of the students are appearing on campus at all. Okay. Let, let me know if you see him in a car. All right. All right. Uh, anything else store-wise, you guys? Okay. Um, a couple of sticks of dynamite while we're there. It's possible. Maybe not at the grocery store, but... Uh, hardware store? Hardware store might have it. What, what about some... Um, I don't think they'd sell dynamite to me. Um, but maybe some like some firecrackers or something. This what time is it? It's way past that time. We probably don't have firecrackers. See if they've got any potions of invisibility. Are you there? <laughs> got poison. You can get arsenic to give to uh, for rat poison at this period in time. Okay. I'd like to kill. I'd like to kill some rats, please. <laughs> oh, about a dozen of them, about sort of that tall, very big rats. <laughs> Some of them wear glasses. It's it's actually a, it's it's put in honey, so it would taste sweet. Um, dynamite? Yes? No? Um, what are you gonna blow up? No, I think I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna fight shy of blowing up the. Uh, the university. I, I like how Jasper goes from the sock full of quarters to dynamite. <laughs> to slashing the tires of the cars. Come on, baby. <laughs> He's a bad right. boy now. Monday night. Any plans for Monday night? I think I'm just going to keep an eye on the library because if something starts to go down, 
I'm going to run down there and, and try to how, help. How much of the, 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 I mean, when it comes to the library and the, uh, the lab, how much of either can I see from my dorm window, if anything? Um, do a luck roll for the, oh, uh, wait a minute. You can't see the library. Can't see the library. Can I see the lab? Uh, do a luck roll. See if you're maybe next to the tug. 89. You're on the opposite side. Oh, dear. I can um, see the wall of another building. Let me just ask real quick, too. You guys, uh, as of last night, were sort of on the run, and you spent the night at Jerry's house. Are you going to do the same thing tonight, or are you going to go back to your dorm room? Well, Tug just um, said he wanted to stake out the library, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to let Tug stake out the library by himself. I'm probably somewhere on campus. But okay. I think for the time being, we should all stick together. Yeah. Okay. And dressed yeah, in dark. Split, if we split up, we could be abducted by them. So, and possibly yeah. even replaced. Um, Danny, can you do a luck roll? Yeah, pass. Pass. So at some point, you know, your room is right in the same building as Tug. So at some point you stop into your room and, you know, get a couple supplies or last minute items. And you notice another handwritten note's been slid under your door. Yeah, okay. So check that out. Check that out. And it's the same handwriting. You still don't recognize whose handwriting it is. But there's a, there's a message there that says that... Um, I'm not trying to think of the wording, but it basically says to the point where I think I overheard them talking and it's probably going to happen at night. And then it's just signed a friend. Okay. So I relay that info to the guys. So I'll give you a minute or two to make any last-minute changes, and then we can talk about... Uh, Danny, do you mind if I take a look at that note again? Yeah, sure. Uh, Jeff, now that we have more examples of the notes, mm -hmm. uh, is it possible uh, to have any chance of recognizing the handwriting? I'm going to say no. Okay. Does it look like it's written by the same hand? Yes. So we've got a friend somewhere. Or it's something that's meant to distract us because they know we're involved. No, but the first note said something like, watch your back, you know, you're in danger. So that, yeah. Mm. All right. So Monday night comes and pretty much goes. You have a hard time. Well, maybe not. You know, you're kind of wired at this point. You're, you know something big's going to happen, so you're amped up on caffeine and you're spending the night looking out the windows, maybe taking shifts, but sadly nothing really happens. You don't really see anything. Um, so dawn rolls around. It's a nice morning. What do you want to do? We can, we can simply just fast forward time if you want. Well, Mick, you, you've told us, or uh, Jasper, you've told us that the note says nighttime. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, Danny got the note. Well, then, I, yeah, I guess, you know. 
do we do we go and see Armitage and tell him we we want to help and we're going to stake out the library and I'll just I'll just fast forward that. I really don't think he needs to know, Danny. Maybe you mentioned it to him yesterday, or or we can say you stopped him this morning. But there's no real benefit to he's um, to checking back in with him. Okay. Um. I guess since we think that it's going to happen tonight, uh, we are. I'm just going to avoid uh, public areas where people will recognize us, because, like you, like you said, we're kind of on the run. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, maybe we'll we'll get somebody at a restaurant, uh, make our final preps, and then. I think I know the answer to this, but how about in the morning? You know how they they used to meet. At, at the square and then separate. I'm guessing if any of us get up early in the morning that morning that they don't show up. Right. Well, uh, yeah. I think Jerry at least would be up because he was planning to watch to see if they. Yeah, I'm always up too. So. Uh, yeah. So why don't we assume then that by by the time it's really early, uh, Jerry is already there, probably with Tug. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, All right. So nothing happened last night. Okay, so you guys are pretty much staying close to Tug's room. Is that fair to say? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'll just, do you want to revisit the tower idea? Or you're content to be in Tug's? Yeah, well, maybe we spend see. some time up in the tower just to keep an eye out, knowing that nothing's going to happen. But Right. When, now that we know it's supposed, supposedly going to happen at night, I'd be interested in going up in the tower just to... Maybe we slap them. Look out and see what's going on. Maybe we spot somebody. Maybe we notice something we didn't notice before. I'm not sure. Jerry's probably never been up in the tower just to look at the campus from a high place. <laughs> so it might be worth looking just to see if we notice something that stands out. Diners seem like a good idea, though, from, from what we said earlier on, like sort of just eating in diners and just trying to spend as, as, as little yeah. time as possible. We don't want people to see us. Yeah. That's a good idea. But at the same time, if at any point we catch a glimpse of one of them, then it's time to start following them, I think. Yeah. Right. Okay. Speaking of which, um, so Jerry, I'll say you maybe in the morning you head up to the tower. Yeah. Um, you, you take a look around. I mean, it's a nice view of the town and everything. You're, it's, it's, a nice day so you're appreciative of that uh, but doing so does not necessarily give you any real advantage other than maybe it solidifies the map in your head as far as where the buildings are located and stuff like that um, you know it, it kind of gives you that bird's eye view so okay uh, that may be useful um, but then it's fair to say then you'll come back down and rejoin the group yeah okay all right so you, you guys are sort of hold up then in, in Tug's room and uh, you're taking shifts, you're looking out the windows, you, you, you know, a little bit on the squarely side. Today's a big day. The time at some points it starts to drag. Some points it seems like the minutes are just flying by mostly the dragging though. You, you know, you kept checking your watch. You got like, you're sitting there all day long, you know, maybe something's going to happen, but you don't know. So, could everybody do a spot hidden, please? 
Ooh, 08. Boom. 21, which is hard. I failed. Okay. Uh, right around 3.30 in the afternoon, uh, Tug and Jasper, you notice um, Clarissa and uh, Noakes together. You're not sure where they came from. They may come from between two buildings or they parked on the street somewhere. You didn't necessarily see which direction they came from, but you uh, suddenly notice them on the sidewalk and they're walking towards the um, the women's dorm. Dude, there they are. Guys, Wait, nice. They're walking towards the girls' dorm. Who? Uh, William and Clarissa. Well, look, there's four of us and two of them. Let's just... Let's figure out where they're going. Well, they're going... Are they going into the dorm? Do we see... Mm -hmm. Well, once they go, how, how, Jeff, how uh, do, based on the distances involved, do I think it would be possible to intercept them or would that require sprinting across the quad? By the time you realize they're actually going into the building, it's too late to intercept. Yeah. So yeah. the chances are, guys, that this is um, starting to meet up now. But wait, yeah. did Let's you say they were, Tug, did you say they were headed into the women's dorm? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like well, uh, they're not going upstairs. We, we, could right. report, we could report that a guy's just going into the women's dorm. Yeah, but well, he can go into the women's dorm as long as he stays on the bottom uh, floor. But that the means that we know he's on the bottom floor and he must stay there. Uh, do we know, uh, Jeff, how many entrances it has? I believe there's three entrances. Um, I'm going to say they went into, I'll call it the front entrance, but it would be the western entrance, western side of the building. Well, wait, what if, oh, guys, this might be our oh. opportunity. What if we see the others go in there now? Let's keep an eye out. And if they all go in, we can trap them in there. Ah, by each, each taking an exit? Well, we can just go in and trap them in there. We can tie them up. Is, it, um, is that... Uh... That's the Dorothy Upman Hall, is it? Correct. Letter C on the map if you're looking at it. Okay. Wait, uh, sorry. Not letter C. That weird... Yeah. Is that Greek? Looks like Greek to me. Oh. It all looks like Greek to me. <laughs> you guys are in the letter Y, Greek letter Y. The one closest to the fountain in the middle of the quad but listen why don't uh why don't two of us put ourselves somewhere toward the front entrance where we can watch the other two uh slid off to the other uh, two side entrances then we'll see who's coming and going and uh if we want we can try to uh Try to secure them inside, but if there are too many of them, we'll have no chance of uh, of trapping them all. Maybe if there's, well, even just these two, maybe we can take them. You see, Clarissa and Noakes exit the building together. How long were they in there? Maybe five minutes. They have anything with them? They did. Uh, okay, can, can we? We can all see them now, right, Jeff? I mean, yep. Yeah. Do they have anything with them that they 
are they carrying anything? Because Jerry didn't see them before, right? Until Todd yep. pointed no. them out. They, they don't seem to have anything. What's their demeanor like? Do they seem like are they just walking along like they went in and went out like casual? Yep. Casual. Uh, and just a reminder, you know, there's there's other people on campus, so it's not like they're the only ones out there. You know what I mean? Right. Especially with a nice day like this, uh, even the townsfolk come to the come right. to the quad, the launches and stuff like that. So, uh, looking around, do we see any of the others now that we're watching? Do a spot hidden. No, no success. And they're walking in your direction, uh, meaning towards the south. Um, so at some point, you know, you look out the window and at some point they're walking past where you can't see necessarily where they're going. So they're coming, so they're coming from letters. So they're coming from letter C. Is that what you said? Uh, the, the building next to it, the one with the squiggle. Oh yeah. Uh, and we're in, you're in the Y or yeah. Y. Comma. Right. And so it's obvious that they're heading toward and past the building we're in. Is that what you said? Maybe not past, but like they're walk as they're walking towards you at some point, you can't see out the window to see, you know what I mean? Right. And so the, li yeah. the library is over that direction. Is that right? Uh, yes. The library is like a little bit further uh, yeah. east. Yep. So why don't we just follow them? I mean, let's be honest, what does it matter if they even see us? Because there's other people about, and there's four of us. Well, they probably won't go where they were intending to go if they know they're being followed. What if they turn and point at us and go, ah, <laughs> you know, we are <laughs> like, people are watching. Well, they can't do anything too obvious, can they? Well, I don't, we don't know. I mean, I'm not sure I want him to go, hey, there's Tug Thompson. He's one of those guys. How, how much? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm worried if we go after them, they might be meeting up with the others. Then we might be outnumbered and they might take some of us. I want to find out where they're meeting. But if they already know that we're onto them, well. I mean, we need to stop them. Right? Look, let's, look, let's try to follow them. And if, uh, if we can tell that they know that they're being followed, let's just... Uh, Let's just confront them in a public place. They probably won't. Uh, probably right, won't let's, shoot uh, us. Let's go. Wait, if right, if they're over by those buildings, them. how do we even see them? Well, I Jerry's worried we'll have lost them and won't be able to find them. So I'm, I now headed down. I'm heading downstairs now, toward the door, hoping that I'll still be able to see where they're see them out there. Uh, based on which way they were going, there's more than one exit from this building too, right, Jeff? Yeah, well, right, right next to the library. So, right. So I choose the exit that I think is most likely to be able to still see them. Okay. Wherever they were headed. I All think right. if we're if we're gonna stake out the library, I think now's the time to do it because they're on the move. Yeah. What time is it now, anyway, Jeff? Uh, right around three thirty. Three thirty. All right. Well, anyway, I'm I'm headed toward what I think is the appropriate exit because I'm worried we've lost them completely now. Okay. Uh, Tug, Danny, and Jasper, are you following? I guess we're following. I'm following. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. Yes. 
Uh, you realize you've been chit-chatting for a little bit and time's ticking, so you start to pick up the pace. You head to the bottom of the stairwell. There's a door there leading out onto the campus. You get to the door and you look out and do a spot hidden. Uh, nope. That pass. is, uh, yeah, that's a hard pass. Uh, I spend a point of luck and I make it a, a hard pass. Okay. Uh, Danny, you saw, you passed? Mm -hmm. And Jasper, I didn't hear you? Yes, I just got started. So you don't need to spend the point of luck. I'll just say oh, you, right. you catch the tail end of their coats just as they're walking into the dorm across, right directly across from your dorm. Which dorm is that then? The one with the little funny eight S. Oh, but I mean, what like what kind of dorm? It's, that's Delta East dorm. That's the East dorm, and I don't remember which is which, but one of them is the lower classman, one was the upper classman. Is it male or female? Uh, male. Okay. What are they doing going into the dorms? Uh, I I think they're either collecting. Yeah. They're either collecting stuff, weapons, whatever, I don't know, or they're meeting up. Yeah, but they're oh, going in one dorm and out. All right, I, 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 as it, Jeff, as everybody is just like, is talking, I, uh, not trying to be secreted from the other guys, I just think we're going to lose whatever, like, chance we have. So Jerry is trying to, first of all, how crowded is it in the way between this dorm and where they've headed the other uh, dorm? There are eight people in your general, you're just looking around you right nearby. There's eight people. All right. Well, then I just go out there like I'm one of the people. I'm not right. like, I'm not obviously walking with a purpose toward the other dorm, but I'm certainly headed in that direction. Okay. Um, are, are they carrying anything? Nope. Uh, right. uh, but as, okay, but as I go out there, I say, uh, she could be by her. now. Now, Jeff, do the men's dorms have the same rules? <laughs> yes, Fem females can't. Okay, so yep. what I say is, uh, if he leaves her alone down there, this is our one chance to take one of them. So, if you think that's worthwhile, you can follow me. Otherwise, just let me scout, and then I and that's then I head out. Okay. So okay. if I notice that they're behind me, I think, well, maybe they think it's a good idea to try to uh, nap Clarissa. If, if they're not, then I guess they voted against this plan, but I want to see what I can find out. So, uh, well, anyway, I'm headed that way. So I guess tell okay. me if I get there before something happens. When you say headed that way, are you just- I'm, I'm headed in a non-purposeful looking way toward the dorm that they've entered. Okay. With the intent of going in? With the intent of looking at, are there windows in the, to the foyer? Um, I might look in and see, is Clarissa in there by herself? Uh, yeah. Are they doing something in there? Yeah, you I know? think that's reasonable. You know, it's probably a nice, heavy, solid oak door, but the, you know, there's probably a window to look out. Yeah. So mainly I just want to sort of wander over there and then casually look over and see if I see one or both of them through the window. Okay. Danny Jasper Tug, what are you doing? Um, I'm like running to the next building and stopping, and peeking around the corner to see if I can still see them. And then I'm uh, well, just as you came out the door, was you seeing them walking into the building? Okay. Okay. 
Oh, so I'm, I want to get I'm closer. Going to go back inside the door of the dorm I've just come out of. Okay. And keep an eye out on on still watching that door, but from in the shadows inside the. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, I say to Tug and Jerry, do we go or if Jerry's still with us, do we do we try and get them now, or do we? Well, I don't know if you heard. I, I, maybe I didn't come through my mic. The last thing Jerry said before he headed that way was that if you want to try to grab one now, Carissa might be by herself and this is our chance. So if you want to come follow behind me. Uh, no. After that, Jerry is gone. He's over already headed. Yeah. No, we okay, don't well, grab them. I hope Jerry doesn't grab one because, you know, if you grab one, they can still pull off their plan. We need to grab them all. If I would think I would think um, Jerry, you would have gone on the move, and I was maybe asking Tug then and trying to work out is this is this a good plan? I'm not sure if doing it. You turn around way. to talk to Jerry, and he's already halfway across. Yeah. Oh, Jerry. So we're now we're chasing after Jerry. And there's a little tune in the background going. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> Wait, uh, Tom, did you just say that now that you, that you do come out after me? Yeah. Okay. And I will just remind you, there was eight people in that, right in that section. Right. So if you're going to kidnap somebody, you're going to kidnap them in front of eight people. So, All right, Jerry, you get to the door. Do a spot hidden for me. No. All right, you look in the window, and it's kind of the way I'm picturing it in my head. It's sort of like a, a lobby, I guess, meaning, you know, there's tables and chairs, some nice comfortable couches maybe. Nothing real fancy at all. It's basically just a waiting room. And it's mostly for this purpose that if a young woman were to stop by, they have a place to sit and wait. And, right. You know. Um, uh, so from your vantage of looking through the window, you can't necessarily see the entire lobby area. Uh, so at the moment, you don't see anybody. Uh then I guess I just loiter around like other people who are outside with the intention to keep looking to see if maybe. Okay. Well, no, wait, well, no, wait. She can't have gone up though, supposedly. And I don't see anybody. Are there, right. is there more than one window? Um, I'll weird. say not really. Like it's kind of like the door. You're looking through the window and the door. Um, huh. Oh, is there? Well, in that case, oh, no, sorry, uh, I'm not there. Oh, sorry. In that case, I go in. Okay. If I don't see anybody, uh, and uh, now are these other exits out of the lobby though, or are they exits out of other parts of the building? Um, I'll say there's one other exit from the lobby area. The other exit is more an exit from the rooms. And would I have been able to see them go out of that other exit if they had done so? No, you lost, you lost visual. Um, but I, so I couldn't see the other exit from right. where I was. Right. So they could have gone in and gone out the other exit. Right. Damn. Well, I guess, uh, stairs. right. Which they obviously technically shouldn't do, but I guess you shouldn't also steal people's brains. So, uh, I go, I go in the, I go ahead and go in. You're going in. Yeah. Danny and Tug, you're about 10 steps behind him. Are you following him in? Uh, no, but I'll, I'll go up to the, uh, I'll go up to the window like he did and look inside. Okay. Danny? 
Okay, Danny's getting a bit confused now as to what we should be doing because it will all seem to, yeah, it's it's naturally kind of going a wee bit awry. So Danny kind of quickens his pace, gets up to Tug and says, I'm going to get Jasper. I'm going to suggest we go to the library right now because these guys are on the move. If you want to follow them for a bit, come and meet us in the library. Well, the library is right over there, right? Yeah, it's We're nearby. Right yeah. I'm going to so, run around to the other side of the building, make sure they don't come out the back door. Okay. Okay. So right. when you go get Jasper, I'll just run around the building. Yeah. So see you at the library, basically is how I leave it. How big is the perimeter of this building? Is it a big building? Uh, it's be a it's fairly, fairly, big. fairly big size, yeah. And you said, well, there's a lobby in the front. What's in the back? Is it storerooms or... Is that where the cafeteria is? Cafeteria is on the first floor. Um, the the lobby is. I'm just picturing it in my mind. It's maybe like thirty by fifty. You know, it's a fairly large room. So if I I've, I've looked in the lobby window, but now I'm running around to the other side of the building. Does the cafeteria have windows as well? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So I'll peek in the cafeteria to see if I see anything in there too. Okay. There's probably other students in there eating. Maybe they're just in here to eat. Yeah, three thirty could be there for a late lunch. Um, do a spot hidden. Uh, I made it by one point. Okay, not a hard. No. Okay, I was looking for a hard. Yeah. No. Yeah, you kind of you're half running, you're half looking, and yep, don't quite see anything. There's, there's a handful of people in there. Well, then I'm going to get into a position where if anybody comes out another door, I'll be able to see it on this side of the building. Okay. Uh, just to be clear, there's the door to the north, which is what I'm picturing as an exit from like the dorm rooms. So that's not necessarily a room that the women would come and go. Right. It's almost like a emergency exit almost. Um, is that the door, or do you want to go all the way around the other side of the building that's connected to the lobby? Well, I didn't see anybody in the lobby. I didn't see anybody in the cafeteria. So I'll go to where I can see the door, like you just said. The other side of the building. Yeah, the other side of the building. Okay, so the library is basically right behind you. Okay. Okay. Uh, Danny, you run back to get Jasper. Jasper, do you want to? Do you want to join Danny in going to the library, or do you want to? So, so Jasper, the guys are following them. Do you want to come to the library? I told Tug we could meet them at the library because things are obviously happening. What do you think? Yeah, yeah we, we'll see if, see if we can spot any more of them over there. Good idea. Okay, you guys exit out. You don't see anybody because Tug already just took off. Jerry's inside the building. Um, Danny, which direction, or Jasper, either one, which direction are you going? Are you going... Like you saw Tug run off, so you could follow his direction, or you could go around the other built side of the building. There's no doors on that side. I, I think we should go the uh, the church, the College Street route. Okay. Yep. The southern side. Yeah. Yep. So you start to make your way around. You see Tug trying to look nonchalant, standing by the door, looking really suspicious. <laughs> Roll suspicious. <laughs> Uh, so the library is right in clear view. You can head towards the library. Back to you, Jerry. You get inside, um, and you kind of like, you know, you walk in. You're not sure what you're – well, you're looking for them, 
but just as you like enter the building, there's like a little L shaped into the room and you see Clarissa sitting in one of the chairs and she's just, you know, waiting patiently. Um, is she still wearing pants? Yes. That's a funny question, but yes. I know. <laughs> oh, she's stripped. What she's <laughs> Um, just just for the right, um, so. Brit, for the British audience, pants is underwear. But anyway, carry oh. on. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. Uh, I didn't know. So that. Uh, I just walk in and because uh, now, well, first of all, is it obvious she would have seen me? Like the way I've come in, like I'm there and she's there, right? Like it's not like yep. is there, so I can't be high. Okay, so I obviously. Uh, don't bother trying to look stealthy. Um, yeah, it's but, almost like you almost like stumble slash ran, and then suddenly like she's right there. Right. In the chair. All right. Uh, well, I sit down uh, like right across from her. Okay. And she just gives you well, a smile. Yeah. She uh, a what? She just gives you a nice smile. Well, good afternoon. You're. Uh, Slightly friendlier than, uh, well, Clarissa was the, the last time. Uh, how would you like to be addressed? I don't have any idea what you're talking about. Same as always, Clarissa. Well, your demeanor uh, certainly isn't the same as always. And, uh, well, I don't think the uh, current circumstances are the same as always. So, I mean, I assume that... Uh, I assume that you're uh, not going to uh, and pull anything similar to what your uh, colleague did uh, in the graveyard here in the middle of the campus. And, uh, well, this is uh, maybe only opportunity to uh, talk to someone who knows only a hint of what's going on, who uh, has a bit more of an open mind than some others who have more extreme reactions. Are you, uh, are you sure you might not like to uh, share something about what's transpiring? Uh, some of my colleagues uh, think you're uh, fit to uh, blow buildings into nothing. Well, I don't, but I have to admit, I'm very curious. And I hope I'm asking polite enough that you uh, won't feel the need to uh, leave me uh, flopping on the floor uh, like a uh, near to gutted fish or anything like that. There's a there's a voice coming from behind you now. Um, uh, a young gentleman's voice comes comes up behind you, and you hear him say, "Clarissa, is this gentleman bothering you?" And she says, no, well, no, no. "Do I recognize the voice?" Yeah, as soon as you turn around, it's Noakes, the the same guy that she came in with, and she she just smiles and she says, "No, no, no, he's fine." Uh, so I look back and I say, well, uh, at least uh, at least you're not uh, pretending that we're more well acquainted uh, than we are. At which point I stand up, not in a hasty, regressive way, just like I'm not just there to talk to Clarissa. So what, what was, uh, oh, did I, is that what this means? I just got zapped? No, no, no. Okay. Like, <laughs> like he stood up aggressively and he's like, oh, right. yeah. move. All right. No, nothing like that. Um, just to be polite, because obviously I'm actually talking to both of them. Uh, so as I was saying, uh, no, the intention uh, was not to be a bother, but 
rather hoping that uh, we might be able to have a more civil conversation. Uh, I, I understand that uh, the uh, previous event was occasioned by what uh, I would think you would perceive as an act of treachery by well, someone I suppose was one of your own or something very like that. You see Noakes take out a pocket watch and he looks at it and he's like, I'm sorry, Clarissa, we really must get going. And she stands up and they start to walk away. Well, nice chatting with you then. He tips his hat. Uh, they walk out the same door. The same door, the, the same door they came in. Right. So okay. you, you would see them at this point heading towards that door. I'm sorry? You, you were kind of like looking in the window from the other door. So at this point, you see them now walking towards the opposite door. Uh, okay. So as usual, Jeff, I don't like to interrupt the conversation for the role, but uh, naturally, I would like to roll psychology uh, when I said something that I actually, Jerry does think it's outlandish that they're going to blow stuff up, but I want to see like, what was his reaction? Like, you know, was he just, were, were they completely stone-faced or maybe I picked up something? Uh, well, not with that kind of role. Never mind. So. Tug, you started to say something? Oh, I was just, I thought I was on the other side of the building. Yeah, yeah, you're on the other side of the building and it's, you're, you're looking, looking in, into the lobby. You're looking into the lobby. Oh, on, okay. Yeah. So, Jerry, you probably look up and see me like this, and I'm like, <laughs> "So I obviously try not to look like I've noticed Tug, uh, <laughs> okay. uh, but I, but I don't, uh, I don't move to follow them out, like, like I'm just trying to like uh, chase after them, but I don't try to make some pretense of just hanging out like I wasn't really following them to begin with." I just mm -hmm. wait till they're, I'm a polite distance away and then walk out of the building after them. And I saw all this happen. I couldn't yeah. hear it, but I saw it. You saw them, like, you didn't see them conversing because they were just around the, at the corner there. But as, as they got up to walk out, that's when you saw them get up to leave. And then you just saw Jerry stand up behind him, wait a few minutes, and then he leaves after them. Jerry's one of them. <laughs> I thought it's just struck Danny. Um, Noakes and Cl Clarissa, were they both going to the science lab together? Was, were they in the same group? Yeah, they're the science lab people. Okay. At least they were originally. Yes. With Harry Correct. Higgins. Correct. Okay. Um, so when I see that, I'm going to run around the backside of the building and, and run quickly towards the library. and see if Well, I the library's right behind you. Okay, well, I don't want to just turn around and run towards the library. Okay. If I can find Danny and... Uh, and yep. Sure. Danny and Jasper, did you go in the library or are you just lurking I out? I think maybe just at the door or just an inside the door, depending on... Like, don't want, we don't want to stand obviously outside the door. So if there's maybe well, a... Pil essentially, a library is a, is a place where you just go to loiter. <laughs> yeah. That's true. We could probably get away with that. Inside as well. So I look around to see if I can find you, and if you're not outside, I'll go inside and look for you. Yeah, we'll just bend the door. Okay. And if you guys see me, I'm like 
<laughs> um, just to remind you, when you go just inside the front door there, there's like a, um, I don't know if alcove is the right word, but there's a section there where the security guards are. Okay. And you do notice, Danny, that there's a second security guard there. Danny, so, wants, Danny wants to do that, but he doesn't do it. <laughs> uh, so before we get out of the building completely, Jeff, uh, or at least as they go to leave, are they, are they still within earshot? No. I, I, I probably am following them close enough that I would think they could hear me if I didn't shout, but I wasn't thinking of that before. So you can tell me, are they still close enough that they could hear me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could be, you know, 30 feet away. They yeah. could hear you, you know? Yeah. Um, so I suppose it's uh, too late then uh, to uh, volunteer as a participant in your experiment then? I, have just wanna see, I just halfway want to see how they react, but obviously Jerry is uh, slightly unhinged, right? Uh, I suppose it's a, is it a bit too late to uh, volunteer for your experiment then? And uh, Noakes turns around and he just kind of gives you a little tilted head look and he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And he smiles. Well, well and he smiles. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I just nod back and I say, well, I appreciate the polite answer then. But uh, I probably just look a little confounded uh and i don't it seem like i'm following them but i also walk in a direction that's decidedly not where i thought i saw a tug like looking really obvious in the window okay. <laughs> I'm trying trying not to draw attention to tug either. okay all right um uh, but i'll probably head toward the library in a non-obvious way i might head back the way i came and then okay. circle back around toward the library yeah all right um, and they're just basically, they're kind of loitering. They're just sort of, you know, standing there trying to look non-suspicious, the same as you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. So uh, so between the dorm they came out of and the library, they're just standing around? Um, so sorry, the Noakes and Clarissa, they exited the dorm room yeah. and they're that's where they're loitering. They're just, okay, right, right um, outside. Yeah. So okay. the library is on the other side of the building now. Okay. And if I understood you correctly, you're just sort of nonchalantly walking now in order to go to the library? Yeah, back the way I came right. and then around what would be the shortest way to yep. the library if I had gone back the way I came. Yep, gotcha. All right, uh, give me one second. I just. I'm getting some flurry of messages here, so I want to. Okay. Um, uh, Jerry, you get to the corner of the building and you give one last look back over your shoulder, and they're just standing there. So you're, you're just going to continue the library, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, so we'll fast forward then. You make it to the library, you join up with the rest of the group, and, no. sorry? No, because I have a whole thing I want to do with these two before Jerry gets there. 
Oh, okay. All right. I'm absolutely convinced now that Cherry might be in league with them. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. You got a couple so, minutes. When I grab the two of them, I'm like, guys, let get off. Cherry was in there. Cherry was in there talking to them. I couldn't hear what he was saying, but he was talking to them. What, just like sit down talking? Or? Yeah. So. Did they hurt him or do anything? No. They smiled at each other and I was like, what the fuck? You think you think he might be one of them? Well, it would explain all the delays and the confusing arguments. Oh, he just he's just trying to I can't believe Jerry though. No, Jerry Jerry's always been like that he's not well he, he's the only one of us who lives off campus i mean they, they could have got him when he was back at his digs i don't know but i think we've got to keep an eye on jerry make sure he's not like a double agent i rolled a sanity roll and failed <laughs> dan danny's beginning to feel quite paranoid now i rolled the sanity oh my god that's really easy for me to do is fail I fail. Oh, well, if everyone else is doing it, I'm just going to come <laughs> Isn't that like the, the very definition of like a contagious insanity? No. Like, <laughs> I can just picture the eyes going from, wait, no, is he serious? And then each each one is starting to register sanity loss. At, at first, Danny was like, oh, rubbish. And then the, the anxiety in Tug's eyes was like too much. Here's the thing is that he saw me. I know Jerry saw me. He's walking so, up the steps right now. So when he comes, we've got to. What happened, Jerry? Yeah. Well, I, I tried to get them to, I don't know, fess up to something by uh, seeming, well, as least hostile as possible, but uh, you it, 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 it was uh, it was a strange experience. They were determined. Well, the one who uh, looks like Clarissa was uh, determined to insist she was still Clarissa, although it was not very convincing. Uh, the one that Snokes it didn't make any pretense, but he denied uh, knowing anything of an, any experiment. He didn't what seem to, he didn't seem what, particularly favorable to me talking to what was his attitude like what was his attitude like it seemed a bit smug I, d I don't think they care if we know I think you're right <laughs> they he didn't seem perturbed in the least uh, but he also didn't seem to uh, he didn't seem to think we presented any type of threat didn't seem to think we could uh, do anything to interfere. And as you said, didn't care that I knew. And uh, Jasper, did you well, understand a word of what he just said? What? Am I, am I not making sense, Tug? Can I? I um, watching Jerry, did, does anything seem um, different about his uh, mannerisms? Or? I saw you in there talking to them. Uh. Yes, I saw you through the window. I tried to 
tried to look like I hadn't noticed you and tried to head in the other direction in case you were trying to follow them, but uh, they just seemed to loiter there in the front of the dorm. Maybe they're waiting for the others? Maybe you're one of them. Well, Tug, if I were, then uh, I wouldn't be uh, as inclined to mention a uh, green camel as I am right now. Unless, of course, you think I was one of them since before they arrived, but that would be a different problem, wouldn't it? Good thinking to check, though. You're quite right. I was alone with them. Green camel. It does seem kind of strange that you've uh, you, you, you've gone from wanting to abduct them to just like sitting down and. and That's it. So the one thing I wanted to do was. To was was that our code wanted... word? Green camel. I thought it was. Uh, Bottlenose dromedary. No, that was in another story. <laughs> uh, the one thing I wanted to do, Jasper, was sit and talk with him. Hang on, it was no. The the code word was that's not Volkov. Uh, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Danny Wait. has to take a note. Sanity roll. <laughs> Danny doesn't know what the secret code word was. Danny, reali Danny realizes that Tug is just completely paranoid and, and Jerry wouldn't be telling us everything he's telling us, especially oh. the fact that they're being smug. Jerry, why would you tell them that we know everything? I didn't tell them that we knew everything. But I obviously to them you did. They know we know Tug. They were chasing us out of the graveyard. Well, they do now, yeah. They knew we'd met him, but they didn't know how much we told them, but they, they know how much... Uh, oh, they, they don't know anything. I, I can presume that they know that I think that there's some kind of experiment, so they'll know that Rod, or the one who was Rod, revealed that. That's about all, really. I didn't, I didn't tell them anything about knowing that uh, they uh, switched brains, just that I knew that they weren't who they appeared to be. And I certainly didn't tell them uh, that uh, we knew their purpose to, to uh, conceal evidence, remove evidence, nothing like that. Only that there was an experiment and that they went on themselves. I thought I saw your mouth say. <laughs> all right, I'm going to cut I'm not this even off. sure what your all mouth right, just right, said, right. Tug. This is good, but I'm going to cut you guys off. Um, this continues to, just to span out over another 20, 30 minutes. Um, what do you want to do now? You're in the library. Well, what, what do you think they were up to? Well, I was hoping I would learn something. I have no idea. I don't even know why he had to go in and out of dorms. Jeff, did we see them going in and out of two dorms? The girls' dorm, then the boys' dorm? Correct. I, I would say they're, they're either um, collecting something, like but, parts of something, or they are... Yeah, but if um, they're collecting something, they collected it weeks ago. And why, and why would they need to be uh, together where one had to wait and the other had to go up? Well, it makes sense that they're sticking together. They went to Clarissa's dorm to get whatever it was she had, and then they went to the guy's dorm to get whatever he had. So I think they've got something. Uh, it's because, if that's right, if they're, if they're sticking together, uh, they would have to, she would have to be alone otherwise. It could be assembling some kind of device. Like that thing that they shot you with, Jerry. But one wouldn't think they would have to uh, assemble more. Uh, but maybe uh, Did maybe they are setting up to try to replace someone. 
from from where Jerry was in there in the building with them, would uh, William have been coming from upstairs, downstairs, with Clarissa in the lobby, or were the stairs somewhere else? Because I I was wondering earlier, I, I made the comment about poison, and that's why I was really looking in the cafeteria. Uh, but I didn't see him in the cafeteria. Uh, Jerry had his back to where he came from, so he didn't notice. But I could, because I was looking through the window and seeing Jerry, and Jerry was facing me, so I would have seen William. I mean, to like a luck roll or a... Okay, if you, if you say I didn't see it, then I didn't see it. Yeah. All right. Well, well, look, it's uh, getting on toward dark. Uh, I wonder if this uh, supposed extra security has arrived. Yeah, they're right there. There's guys at the door. There's an extra guy at the door. Uh, matter of fact, we'll say the two new security guards show up, um, like the, the night shift, I guess. Um, and in fact, the one has a German Shepherd. Oh, that's cool. Armitage took it seriously. Yeah. I hope he took it really seriously and hid the hid the important books. So we'll say it's around five thirty. Okay. Well, I had uh, I head back down toward the uh, the door where the security guys are, okay. and uh, I look around. Do I see any suspicious, you know, possessed ex classmates or anyone loitering or men in dark suits or <laughs> anything of interest? Nope. When are they going to close the library today? Library closes at nine. What, you know, what time do you think it gets dark? Uh, it's late August, probably 8.30, 8. Okay, well about eight o'clock-ish, I'm going to sneak off and uh, put sugar in the, the petrol tank of that car. Okay. So, uh, well, if by, before then, if we see them around any other cars before then, I'll sort of make a mental note of those cars as well and do those cars. Jeff, do these guys look like obvious security guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've got the, you know, campus security patch or whatever. Right. And, uh, so, I, I... We've seen these people before? Probably. Maybe, maybe you've seen them, maybe you never took notice, whatever. Uh, Jasper, Jasper, I think you missed when you were out. I mentioned that the one security guard has a German Shepherd with him. So, here's right, a question: so two security guards and there's a German Shepherd. Yes. All right. Any sheep? No sheep nearby. Just the shepherd. Yep. Right. It's gonna crunk. Uh, is a I I just walking down. I look over them and. Are they like inside or outside the library? Are they like just in the door? It's they... it's like a alcove. Um, oh. I'm not sure if that's the right word, but yeah, okay. Yeah, I know the, main, the main front door is the alcove, and the inside door. Yeah. So as I head by the alcove, I say, uh, "Is a uh, Professor Armitage uh, having a uh, difficulty with uh, people uh, taking out items that they're not authorized for?" And I gesture to the dog. <laughs> um. This guy has an air of like an ex-cop um, and there's like a no-nonsense 
um, attitude with him. Yeah. And, he, and he just kind of gives you a stern stare down and he's like, excuse me? Well, we're not uh, normally accustomed to, uh, well, not only uh, such uh, attentive security, but uh, with dogs as well. That Danny's standing a wee bit further back going like this. Attentive security. You're suggesting we don't do our jobs well? I'm suggesting the library isn't normally this well guarded. Oh, okay. Hmm. Nobody Is there anything else I could help you with? Jerry at this point. <laughs> uh, well, maybe so. Um, I, uh, I'm not sure uh, how much uh, Professor Armitage uh, might have mentioned, uh, or if indeed uh, he uh, requested uh, their security himself, but uh, you know there were some odd rumors on campus and uh, some rather odd behavior, and uh, a couple of us had uh, shared our concerns with him, and well, indeed, uh, some of the same uh, same folks that had been acting rather suspiciously were uh, in the same earlier, uh, and I describe what Clarissa and the other guy look like. Uh, no, Noakes, yeah, I described Clarissa and Noakes, thinking, I, I, I would assume the motive would be obvious, uh, at least to us, the players, but if the motive isn't obvious, it's that uh, Professor Armitage may not have had occasion to like tell these guys who to watch out for. So I know I saw those two and that it's legitimate to say they were acting oddly, so that's what I tell them. Okay. He gives you just a funny look and he's like, okay, thank you for the information. I just nod and go, I don't know, look like I'm actually there to look at a book <laughs> or something. <laughs> while, maybe, maybe while Jerry's chatting with the guy, I'm asking Tug and Jasper, do, they've got dogs in here, they've got a dog in here now, right? If we're going to hide in the library overnight, the dog will obviously smell us if they're doing their rounds. So they're smelling for. I don't think they're going to walk around the place. Mm. They're not going to bring the dog into the library. The dog is at the front door. There's always been a dog at the front door. Yeah. Okay. I'm just wondering if we need permission to be in here uh, from Armitage or if we just hide. Or if we stay outside. Hide in the library that they're going to blow up. Um, they're not going to blow up. I'm going to, I'm going to post myself out. I'm telling Danny this. I'm going to post myself outside because I don't think that they can do anything inside. They're going to have to try to get in. And I want to stop them when they try to get into the building. Now, if I see them all go in before it closes, then yeah, I'll, I'll go in. Jasper, what are you going to do? You going outside? Or you want to stay inside? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm going outside too because we don't know what what the they they might still hit the the laboratory. We don't know. They're definitely going after the uh, the library. We we need to be somewhere where we can react, where we can see both. You know, and there's something else, and I just now thought of it. We were we've been talking about explosives. What if they hide hit explosives in those books? 
It could be because I mean we we don't know an alien bomb could only be the size of like a, a matchbook or something. And Jeff, while they're considering the even more horrible possibilities, uh, I'm sort of making rounds through the library, also trying to see if any of them are already in there. Right? Maybe some of them are already hiding. Uh, maybe there's something else weird in the library. So I'm just kind of taking a walk around to see if I notice anything mm -hmm. out of the ordinary. If I happen to pass by where Armitage is and he's still around, uh, I might like go say hello or ask if uh, he had any more like weird rare book requests. You know, yeah. if if they're after books in the in the in the in the, the restricted section, they're not going to be able to get those books while this library is open. So what's going to happen is going to probably happen after it closes. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, either they'll hide in here, Jerry will find them, or they'll have to break in through a window or something. Yeah. Hopefully the security guards get them. Anyway, I'm hiding outside. Unless they zap the security guards. That's... Jerry, you do a pretty thorough search. Uh, you don't see anybody hiding. Was Armitage around? Did I end up talking to him or was he gone? Uh, I'll say he gave you a nod. You said your greetings. There was no other additional information. So I'm kind of hiding, uh, uh, not a, uh, just, just, I, I'm hiding over near the dorm building behind bushes. Okay. So that I can see the front end of the library. Okay. Uh, when I head back to the sort of entrance area of the library, Jeff, do I see any of the other guys? I mean, Tug's already hiding, but do I see Danny or Jasper? Sure. We've we've also probably discussed amongst ourselves where we're going to hide. Well, uh, so I see Danny and Jasper, and I say, well, if they're hiding, they're hiding pretty good. I didn't find anyone in there. So why don't we do, like, one of us at each point of the building so we can see each other, at least two? I could see Tug, and then I could see Jasper or Jerry. I like Jerry. that idea. And then Jerry could see Jasper and me. That's a fine plan. Uh, but where's Tug? Well, with flashlights, so that if you're over there and you're over there, we can flash at each other and tell them that it's here. Does that make sense? Okay. Well, Danny, it's your plan. Which corner do you want? Just pick um, Everybody picks a corner. Yeah, anyone. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll choose whichever corner is near enough to where that car's parked. Because I've got to go and do that or something. All right. So that's at the back. Is it on the street or is that College Street? There's College Street to the south, I think it is, of the library, and then another street up the side. Yeah, the map unfortunately does not even give a suggestion of parking lots. So I'll just say for the sake of this, uh, Jasper, the Rod's car was parked on College Street on the south. Okay. What, well, just south of um... the, the building? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jeff, my car is parked where it usually is when I'm here, by close to where Tug lives. Okay, so that's fine. I guess uh, I'll pick the corner that I think is closest to my car if I really needed to like run to my car for. Uh, I don't know. I don't I really expect to have to go for my rifle, <laughs> but you know, what so if I be, wanted to like drive just away? To clear, just to be clear, then your rifle is in your car, right? That's right. Both I'm not walking around. I had, yeah. Jerry, get, I had both of them in there. Jerry, get get one of your rifles under your jacket, just in case. Hmm. 
Well, it if I was fun. willing to conceal a pistol, I suppose uh, a rifle is, uh, well, not any worse legally. Uh, so uh, when Danny suggests that, I go get the good rifle, and I, I'm hoping it's cold enough to justify having to wear a, a heavier coat. Or put them under your arms and pretend they're crutches, the two of them. Uh, I think I'll stick with the first plan. But, uh, <laughs> your uh, your creativity is noted. It's uh, dark at this point. So yeah, can... yeah, it's it's starting to get dark. Um, Jerry, it's it's doable, but I'm you know you're you're right on the edge of like this is ridiculous. You're trying to conceal a rifle, you're right? So. <laughs> I'm not going to say no, but yeah, that's that's kind okay. Of... It's maybe a bad idea. Anyway, I'm going in the northeast corner on the other side well, of the back. Well, if street. Danny looks at it and it's like Jerry, that's not concealed. I can see that sticking out of your coat. Uh, I'm I'm just going to shrug like, well, I didn't intend to do it to begin with, and put it back. Right? If somebody sees, if they see me and it's obvious it's not concealed. I'm not going to no, I, I was saying you can do it, but it's just oh, like really, okay. really awkward is what I'm trying to. Okay, so there's an awkwardness factor. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, I'm going to try it then. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, in other words, if you try to take off running, you, you, you're not going to conceal a rifle and run. Uh, and I, I understand, but I'm assuming if I have to run away, I don't care that it looks right. like a rifle. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So that's the plan. Okay. All right. It's getting dark. It's starting to get late. Time is starting to drift by again, slower and slower. Um, Does the library close? Yeah, nine o'clock comes along, the library closes. You see that, you know, the guards kick everybody out as normal. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to squirrel off at this point and uh, go and dump a pound of sugar in that car. Do we see yeah. Armitage? I'm sure it is the car I intended to do and not Jerry's car or just some random bystander. Uh, Jerry's car. car is silver and not easily mistaken for the other cars. Silver? What are you, in pictures? <laughs> uh, Tug, I'll say you Jerry saw No, that's my brother. I'll say you, you see Armitage left around five o'clock. Oh, okay. All right, it's getting dark. Um, could just give me a sense so you don't have to go into real detail. Tug, are you like hiding in a bush? Are you like just trying to sit on a park bench? Like, no, I'm, I'm hiding behind I don't want anybody to see that there's a person over here. Okay, so you're actually like in the bushes then? Right, behind the bushes, yeah. Okay. Danny? Same here. Danny is Same. in the bushes. Jasper? Absolutely, yes. Okay. What, I, what I'm imagining is that I'm, there's... I'm hiding as well as I possibly can. There's the wall of the building, and there's a line of bushes right in front of it, you know, going sure. along. And I'm yeah. right behind that. Okay. You got your coonskin cat, uh, coat on? I have, yes. I've got a big yeah. coonskin coat on. And uh, um, probably not wearing my straw boater because it's quite brightly colored. I'm probably I'm, wearing just a woolly I'm hat. dressed in dark clothes. I'm disguised, I'm disguised as a hibernating grizzly bear. <laughs> or just a big pile of raccoons. Jerry, same question. You're hiding, hiding, or sitting on a park bench? I'm going to go with hiding, hiding. Okay. Uh, you, guys are all, yeah. you guys are all well hidden in bushes, trees, whatever. Um, 
right around 10 o'clock. So it's been another hour. It's, it's completely dark at this point. Um, could I ask you all to do a listen roll? I don't hear anything. I don't hear anything. I hear the atoms banging against my eardrum. It just meant <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Wow, nobody. Okay. You all hear the thumping hearts of your own bodies. The tension is building. Um, let's see. Oh, mine sounds like swing, swing, swing. Don't you find it? It's going. Danny, I think you're the closest. Uh, you hear, you know, another 20 minutes goes by or so, and you hear some commotion, some loud uh, voices coming from the women's dorm area. Um, can't really make out any, you know, you're not sure what's going on, but you know there's something happening. There's, there's a commotion. Um, now, you know, the men's dorm is, I'm literally, it's on my yep. back. Yep. And it was a women's dorm. Yeah. So you're not too far away from it, you know, 50 yards, if that. Yeah, 50 yards sounds about right. Like, is it screams or shouting or what does it sound like? Yeah, maybe, maybe. You know, at first it sounded like shouting and now maybe you did hear a scream. I'm kind of going to you guys, psst, psst. Do you hear that over there? Oh, I think we're far too far apart for you to psst. psst. Yeah, I pictured you, you were the signaling flashlights. You, you can't All right. within yeah, talking business. Okay, I don't even do the flash, right? I just run up to Tug at whatever <laughs> corner or whoever's on the other corner and say, do you hear that noise from the girls' dorm? dorm? <laughs> well, I think I'm on the corner that's closest to our dorm, so you would be right across from me if I'm looking at this. Yeah, well, whoever, whoever's closest, yeah. I'm just going to tell somebody. Okay. Well, what, what, kind of, what kind of commotion? Uh, it sounds like shouting or screaming or something. Screaming? Well, Tug. It sounds like a it sounds like a diversion to me. What could be in the dorm that they want to hide? Tug, can you do a spot hidden for me? Uh, Ooh, nineteen. You um, you catch a whiff that smells like smoke. Not sure where it's coming from. Which way is the wind blowing? Hmm. So, Jeff, I'm assuming that this is some kind of diversion, and now Danny's, like, left his area. So mm -hmm. I'm now paying very close attention to – I'm still trying to pay attention to my area, but I'm there. So I try to also pay attention to the corner of the building that Danny has come from. Mm -hmm. Do I notice anything over there? Anyone can, sneaking you know, around? Or, now that like, Danny mentioned it, you hear the same sort of, you know, there's voices or there's some shouting, some something happening. Should one of us go over and the rest of you guys stay, or should I run over and see what's happening? Well, not unless there's something in uh, the uh, women's dormitory you think is uh, requires our protection and assistance. Uh, just women. <laughs> Which one is the the women's dorm? The funny Delta Sigma East it's dormitory. The top one. It's the top one, the one next to letter C. Oh, Zeta. Okay. Dorothy, Dorothy Atlin Hall. Yeah. Okay. No, if anything, Danny, I think you uh, might want to uh, 
make a much closer examination of uh, what else is happening closer to the library or somewhere else. Maybe they're uh, maybe they're trying to cause some distraction. Yeah, it could be. What if that is what they were trying to do? Danny Scopes. I'm sorry, Jasper. Where are you at again? You're. I'm picturing you near the library. Is that accurate? Yes, I'm sort of. Uh, I'll, I'll be at the south side. Okay, so you you saw. I'll say you saw Danny kind of scoot across out of his hiding spot. Um, so you know something's kind of going on, but you you don't hear them talking. You don't know what they're doing. Well, uh, I'm going to continue watching the library, but every now and then, sort of looking over there just to see what's going on because I don't know what's going on so I'm going to stay in position. Okay. And um, told otherwise. Tug, remember that uh, I smell smoke but I'm afraid to move out of my spot. You smell smoke. You know the door that's right near you? Yeah. Uh, suddenly the door flies open and two uh, of your fellow classmates, you don't know who they are, two, two guys come sort of stumbling out of the dorm room and they're in a brawl, they're fist fighting. What the hell? You're, you're maybe like 20 feet away. What the hell? I'm, I'm not gonna do anything, I'm just gonna watch them at the moment. Okay. They're hitting each other? Yep, they're, it's, it's a full on fist fight. And Jeff, do I see the security react to all the shouting and screaming? No, they're inside the alcove, so they're not. It's not loud enough to. But I thought so. There's no external security at all. Correct. They're both. Okay. In the I guess that'd be us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Danny's going back to his corner. Okay, uh, Danny, you notice. You hear another scream, and you look over at the the women's dorm, and there's a woman standing in the window, and it's an open window. She's on the second floor. Looks like she's getting ready to jump. What? Oh, man. And what the heck? suddenly she just takes a step and just walks off plunges to the ground and it looks like she busted both of her legs. I just feel a sanity roll. 1d4 maybe. Okay. Uh, Tug, there's a few other people coming out of the dorm. Uh, Jasper, you see these guys. You see these guys fighting. You see the guys, uh, other people starting to come out of the dorm. Uh, Jasper, do a spot hidden, please. Now, can I, I can see where Danny is. Yes. Yeah, you can see him. Oh, yeah. hard success. Uh, Jasper, you notice that the people coming out of the dorm have a look on their face where uh, the, the look is actually like no look at all. They kind of just look like, Ugh, you know, no, no expressions at all. There's a fight happening right in front of them and they're not really aware of it. Do, do they look like they, they might possibly have been drugged? Very, very possible. I mean, it's a strange behavior. What can I see from where I am? Do I see any of this happening? Do a spot hidden. 
That's that's what I was just thinking was the same thing. I jump out from behind the bush and run to Danny. Well, okay. well, Jeff, I don't make the spot hidden, but it doesn't sound like people jumping out of windows are hidden or the fist oh, yeah, no. in the wrong yeah, area. Yeah. But, yeah. but I see all the commotion of the girls dorm. Yeah, sure. Okay. okay, then I don't know if the spot hidden was for other things like people fighting or other other things that are hidden from play. But again, Jerry's determined that whatever is going on doesn't really seem to fit what mm -hmm. we were expecting to be the issue. Okay. So I'm now paying double close attention to mainly just the library uh, and any approach to it. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to block out the fact that uh, I actually probably do kind of care that like a woman just like jumped to the ground and broke her legs, but I'm trying to focus. Mm -hmm. Okay. Danny, what are you doing? Uh, I think I maybe see Tug running towards me and I'm beginning to freak out. I don't know what to do now. Mm -hmm. I, I, Danny's now thinking they have literally just taken over the whole college. You uh, you look up and you can kind of see the fountain, right? And it's kind of, you know, it's dark, so you can't necessarily see who or what. Uh, but there's a series, there's several bodies, uh, people walking about. And they're all maybe like 20 people. And they're all just sort of walking in just random directions. They're like, they're not on the sidewalks. They're just walking out in the field. So I run up to Danny right now because I ran. Da Danny's saying they're taking over. They're taking over. No, no. Don't you get it? They're all poisoned. We saw a girl just jumped out the window there. Yeah, they, we saw them this afternoon. They went into both dormitories and they, they poisoned everybody. I don't know with what kind of poison, but everybody's acting insane. I think you're right. Unless they've got some kind of device that they're transmitting. Well, maybe, but I'm just guessing because I saw them go into the, I thought maybe this afternoon it was poison. This is, this maybe is they're, Maybe they're using that chemical off the stone. Maybe the stone does something. All I was thinking was, is, how do you get an entire school to not notice that you're breaking into a library in the middle of the night? I don't even know, Tug, if you're doing the right thing. This place is going crazy. That's that's the distraction. Nobody here will ever, they're all probably all going to be dead by the morning. Jasper, you look up from behind the bushes and you see the dean walking down the sidewalk in his underwear. Damn, I wish I had a camera. And I, I, I like look over at Jasper and Jerry and I just I start running towards them. At this point, you say there's people all over the place walking. They're starting around. to get like gonna hunker down because even though he's acting weird, I don't want to be seen skulking in the bushes by the dean. Although at this moment he just think I was acting weird because everyone else is acting weird, so we can pretty much get away with doing anything right now, can't Maybe we? Maybe they put like opium or something, or some crazy... Uh... I think I think it's a gas. Well, yeah, it's but a we... gas or it's a ray. It hardly matters what it is. What matters is that now we're paying attention to what's uh, what they've drugged people with instead of paying attention to what's actually going on right here. And then um, I can um... look around again, Jeff. Do I, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't know if I have to roll again, but it's like, uh... look around, trying to keep your focus, gentlemen. At this point, you all hear sirens in the distance. 
Um, I'm not actually sure what sirens were like back then, so I don't know if you know would know if it's a police siren or a fire alarm siren. I'm not sure. But we'll say you actually hear both if there's a distinction. And by the way, can the rest of us smell the smoke yet or is it too subtle? Uh, no, you smell it. It's pretty, pretty strong at this point. Can we look around and see where it's coming from? I mean, is I'm there... going to ask you for a spot hidden. I'd be interested in trying that if I can. Sure. No, yeah. no, no pass. Oh, I got two. Uh, I made it. It was just a regular pass. Uh, Jerry, uh, Jasper, and we'll say Jerry then too, but Jasper definitely, you saw it's actually coming like right above Tug's head. It's on the second floor but it was like directly above him. So that's why he was looking around. He couldn't see it, it was actually above uh, him. The second floor of what? Uh, the that, dormitory. Uh, the second floor of the dormitory? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh, but nothing is going on around the library that we can see. Well, uh, the, the people are now starting to kind of pour out of the dormitory. So now, the, the longer the time goes on, more people are starting to just stumble about. Fistfights are breaking out all over the place uh, for what seems to be no reason at all. You know, just two people just bump into each other and then they just start swinging. Um, so there's some strange behavior going on and it's starting to, it's basically starting to break out into chaos. And we got to okay. be careful of those people too, because if they're just insane and crazy, then they're going to attack us too. Correct. So Danny's heeding Jerry's warning. He's kind of going around the kind of side wall of the building to make sure nobody's got into the library in his kind of section. Okay. Someone should check on the on the lab. I know that's what I was wondering. Uh, let's see if I do this right. Oh. That scared the shit out of me. So Jeff, uh <laughs> Does Jer Jerry just shot his foot yeah. off with the hidden <laughs> rifle? Uh, well, Jeff, uh, recalling previous issues with Jerry's uh, lingering uh, aversion to loud noises. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, Jerry's first instinct is to want to know exactly where that came from. So um, we'll have to roll to know that. I'll give it to you. Um, you know, you're in this sort of surrounded by these buildings, so it's kind of hard to pinpoint it, but you're pretty sure it's coming from the science lab. Um, what science do we do, guys? Let's run. I just immediately start running towards the science lab. Okay, you and you and um, Jerry go run to the science lab. Uh, why, why don't you? Um, you were already kind of head of the science lab, Jasper. Um, why don't you I, well, no, I was just suggesting that someone should uh, look at it. I'm, I'm, hun I'm securely hunkered down where I am. I haven't moved at all. Well, well, neither have I. How about, how about you, Danny? You were on the move. Uh, uh, Danny does not know what to do. I'm half there, halfway there already. Look, don't, don't let Tug run off by himself to the science lab. Go after him. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you staying? Is Jerry staying? I'll stay here. I've been watching the library this whole time. Um, so Danny, do you catch up to me? Yeah, well, I'll just, I'll, I think this is bad, but I'll just take the guy's advice and I'll run after you. Okay. I think so this I'm could gonna, be another distraction. If you catch up to me, I'm going to say to you, 
you do realize at this point they can kill us all and uh yeah nobody here is going to remember it or we're all we're just another dead person amongst other dead people i know jasper where are you again are you still hidden did they come to you I'm starting to get lost um, in the chaos. No, I'm just, I'm just like openly shouting at them. Because... I had assumed that Jasper had come up to join them when they came up to talk to me because I'm the only one who hasn't no, said no, that I, I moved. I'm I still... ran to Danny and then I ran to Jasper. Yeah. Okay. And then you ran uh, to the science. Hey, what? Yeah, I'm going back to the science building because I heard a shot. I'm, I'm, I'm whispering. Well, not whispering. I'm stage whispering. <laughs> um. All right. Jasper and Jerry, I'm not going to make you roll for this, but you look up and down one of the sidewalks, coming down the sidewalk, um, is Jason Trent. Uh, is that the one that shot me before? Yeah. It is? Yep. Just uh, blow his brains out. <laughs> well, uh, so... Jeff, is this the kind of thing where it's desirable that you make a sanity check in order to make a rational decision? Or if you already feel like you know what the irrational decision would be and an insanity has been triggered, you just make the irrational decision? Uh, You're overthinking it. Do what you can. Well, then I will. um, Then. And we already think that. Is there anybody, is everybody else around seeming insane? Yeah, there, there's not everybody now. So there, there's, you're kind of looking about and maybe like here and there, you know, there's a couple people that look like they might be trying to help. They're like trying to step in and break up the fights or somebody uh, who, you know, so not, not so every not, Okay, so Jerry had enough sanity left not to just shoot him when there are other people who might still be rational who could yeah report yep. that they saw this so jerry restrains himself uh but oh okay i know what jerry would do uh jerry tries to hide better okay and is heavily considering trying to get into a very uh, secret secretive position and yep. then take aim with the intention of of possibly shooting him okay so that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna try to hide and get in a position to shoot uh Jason Trent. Okay. Uh, Tug, since you're closer, you're starting to get closer to the science building. Danny, you're, you know, not too far behind him. Uh, Tug, you notice that uh, through the buildings, you can see uh, West Street, um, and you suddenly see a younger freshman student just walk out into the street, and a delivery truck comes by and smashes into him. <laughs> it's the delivery truck's fault because you know he's not crazy okay do i need to do a sanity roll or I, i'm okay. expecting this to happen at this point so yeah it's crazy chaos so i'm i'm running towards the science building because i think somebody got shot okay um yeah sure i'll say you uh get to the building um it's dark you know the the building's closed a long time ago Okay, is the door still locked and closed? Uh, you try the doorknob and it's open. Okay. 
Does it look like the door has been broken in? Or the lock? No. Okay. Um, but it's dark. Maybe there's nothing going on here. Uh, what, Danny, what should we do? Should we go inside? Door's open. Yeah, they might have killed the professor. Let's go find out. Let's head in that direction. I don't know why the professor would be here this late, though. Danny gets to gun out. Let's head for his office. Okay. Now, I imagine like most buildings nowadays, the, the, the lights are off, but they're not all off. They'll leave a few <clears throat> right. security lights on. So yeah. it's spooky, but it's not, okay. not pitch black. Okay. So we head wherever we go, up the stairs to uh, Dr. Learmuth's office. Okay. Being so still, being careful. Well, we're going fast, but we're being careful if we see any lights or... Or if we hit the lab first, we could always open the door and see if there's anybody in the lab on the way to the office, whatever comes first. Uh, the lab's on the first floor, the office is on the second floor. Okay, can we go by the lab then on the first floor on our way to the, the stairs? Uh, it's just, it's down the hallway, so it's not far, but it's the, you'd have to go kind of the opposite direction. Okay. Well, let's go that way first and just see if we see any light. Okay, uh, yes, you look down the hallway and it looks like there's a light coming out from underneath the door. All right, let's go. I wish I had a gun. I don't have a damn thing. I've got a knife. Is, is there a glass on the door that we can see in? Oh, that's reasonable. Okay. Let's Anybody? Like, is there somebody working in the lab? I was working in the lab late one night. <laughs> we did the mash, the monster mash. Um, Are you saying there's a monster inside the lab? <laughs> it looks like you see Higgins. He's got his back to you. And you see um, Lewis, Lewis Gibbons. Um, and he's sort of on the opposite side of Higgins. So he can't, he doesn't have direct eyesight to you. Um, and then it looks like there's a, you know, a, a longer lab table, like an experiment sort of table there. And it looks like there's a body like laid out on the table. Oh my goodness. Danny, Danny points a gun out, push the door open. If yeah, I was going to, I was going to just kick the door open. Yeah. And shout to kind of startle them maybe to so that they maybe turn around and I'm just ready to let rip with a gun and I'm running running a well there's probably lab equipment and stuff so I'm running around to the side to, to tackle one of them or I don't know what the fuck's going on uh, Tug you kick the door it bursts open you go running in uh Danny's right on your heels. He's running in. He's got his pistol out. He's starting to wave it in the air. You startle them for sure. They jump. Uh, but Tug, you didn't see through the window. There was another, there's a third person standing just off to your left, and it's Nukes. Okay. And he's got his hand in his pocket. Well, when I when I turn to run around, am I running towards him or away from him? I'll give you a split second. You're 
you can either run like there's like a main classroom okay not yeah. a hallway but an aisle uh, right between the chairs and the tables so he's off to your left and the table where those guys are at are just in front of you you, you, you could borrow into them you know well like, the thing that's logical is i could see the guys at the table through the window so i'm heading towards the guys at the table okay if I see the guy out of the corner of my eye, I've already yep. made my choice and I'm heading towards the guys at the table. Okay. Danny? So could I, do I see him or do you want me to do a spot hidden to see if I notice him because I want to? No, same thing. You, you kind of barge in right away too and in that instant you see he's standing right there to the left. Okay, I swing the gun to him immediately and I said, hands up and I'm just ready to shoot. Okay. My fingers like on the trigger ready to just fire. Okay. Jasper and Jerry, you see Jarvis walking down the middle of the sidewalk and not too far behind him, you see uh, Professor Harold and um, Clarissa. Which one's Professor Harold? He's the original um, uh, folklore professor, the right. one that came and rescued you from the town. Right. I'm sorry, who's Jarvis? Probably Travis. What did I? Uh, Terrence, sorry. Yeah. Terrence, Terrence Laszlo. Okay. Yes. Uh, wait, hold on. I'm, I'm getting confused here. Uh, who did I say shot you? Jason Trent. Trent. Jason, uh, that's who I'm. Jason. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, do I feel like I'm hidden? Yeah, you're pretty well hidden. Okay, well, I'm watching to see what they do. Um, I'm not just going to open fire from the from the bushes. Okay, Jasper, anything? Um, I'm I'm staying hidden. Okay, so I'm picturing like there's a series of stairways going up to the entrance. It's a pretty grand entrance to this fancy library. So I'm picturing the shrubbery off to the either side of it. So that's where I'm picturing you guys are like hiding in that shrubbery area. Um, so, uh, Jason gets to that, um, sort of intersection there with the main entrance and the sidewalk and he sort of stops and he's just standing there looking around and he's sort of just taking it all in, uh, professor Harold and who did I say? Clarissa. Clarissa. Um, they are walking up to the steps of the, the library up the steps and going to the door. They're all carrying duffel bags. You see they they stop at the doors. Uh, the professor kind of stoops over and he's taking something out of the bag. Uh, and the other, um, Clarissa's just sort of watching over his shoulder. Looks like they're fumbling about for a little bit. And then all of a sudden they take off running in the opposite direction. Well, uh -oh. uh, I think it might be time to cover our ears. Jerry suddenly has the horrible feeling that Tug was right this whole time and that maybe they are going to try to blow up the library. But, uh, <laughs> 
shit. But I was thinking daddy was right because there's a body and they're taking its brain out probably. <laughs> Smoke and debris, loud noises, people milling about you acting like zombies, mouths open, drool coming out, fist fights going on about you. Um... Did they blow up the whole library? I'm sorry, I'm not there. Yeah, Jeff, yeah, uh, what's, the, what's the, the status library? of the library? Did they blow up the doors. You only yeah. just blow the bloody doors off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the doors are wide open. Ah, okay. Um, well, then in that case... Uh, Where are they? I'm watching the doors. They're making their way. You can see them coming through the debris, through the smoke. They're making their way towards the doors. Looks like they might be holding something else along with their duffel bags. Maybe it's a gun. Still, still waiting, man. Okay. Um, I didn't, I didn't uh, mention it before, but you also, in, in the debris and smoke and everything, clears, and along with the professor, along with Clarissa, there's also Trent. Uh, Trent is, no, never mind, I mixed the names up again. Jason. It had said it was Jason Trent before, the guy who yes, shot me. Jason Trent, I mixed them up. Whoever I didn't mention, Terrence. We'll, we'll say it's Terrence. <laughs> I don't remember. I think somebody else has joined them is what you're trying to say. Yes, right. right. I wish I bought that dynamite now. <laughs> Damn. Yep. Uh, they make their way to the door, and the two of them, uh, the professor and Clarissa, walk in, and um, I'll say uh, Terrence then... Uh, Terrence uh, just stops at the door and he's kind of like on lookout, I guess you would say. He's just looking out around all the chaos. Uh, Tug and Danny, you guys burst into the room. Danny, you've got your gun pointed at the one guy. You told him to freeze. He, did, he looks like he's obeying you. He's not moving, but he's still got his hands in his pockets. Um, Tug, you're charging Higgins at this point. Okay. He's right in front of you. What are you doing? Uh, well, all my attention's focused on Higgins, then. I'm going straight for him, and I'm going to knock him to the ground and beat the shit out of him. And I might glance and see who's on the table, but I'm really not. Okay. A small chance I would notice who's on the table. Okay. So you're preoccupied. You, you've, you've got uh, barbarian rage at this point. Yeah, it's all, I'm in the red mist. Yep, yep. Um... All right, give me a brawl. Let's do some damage here. Uh, let's see. Got 29. My brawl is... Where's brawl? Oh, there it is. 65, so it's better than half. Okay. Um, damage? Oh, from brawling? One, three plus damage bonus? You're a big dude. Uh, yeah, 1d3 plus damage bonus. My damage bonus is 1d4. Ooh. 
So I do six points of damage. Oh wow! You caught him off guard. You you kind of tackled him from behind. Mm-hmm. Um, he had just enough time from the bursting through the door to turn around, and so he saw you coming, but he didn't have time to react. Uh, you nail him to the ground and get a good face punch in. Uh, he's hurt. He's seriously hurt. Okay. Um, Danny? Well, I give this guy one last chance, and I say, hands up or I'm shooting. And if he doesn't put his hands up, I shoot, shoot him in the leg. Okay. Uh, he doesn't. Uh, give me a roll. Damn. Are you allowed to lose use luck points? No. For combat? I think so. It was 63, so I'm actually a, a 60 shot. Not for combat. Not for combat. I'm going to say not for combat. I think there's... Oh. I could be wrong, but... I, th- I think... I thought you'd said that you looked at it, Jeff, and you might. But anyway, that's fine. I would just say because it was close, maybe. Well, just, just say this: um, <coughs> Is there any other? My memory is like a little bit. So, is there any other way you can like? There's something that I think you can't do. Like you can't push it. Um, go ahead, spend your luck. Go ahead. I think I think it's it's good. Was it three points? It was three points a luck, yeah. Yep. Go ahead. And um, then, damn it. So. I'll just say you won't get an impale. How's that? Sure. Yeah. Um, so shall I? I'll, yeah. So that's it. Okay. It's uh, one d ten plus two anyway, so it's pretty nasty. He gets five points of damage. Five. All right. As you hit him in the knee, uh, just above his knee, uh, you know he screams out in horrible pain, but he manages to get a shot off at you. Through his, through his jacket pocket. Oh boy. That's a 12. All right, you know what? Penalty roll. You shot first. 88. He fails. It just misses you. Some sort of electrical lightning bolt thing shoots oh. out of his jacket pocket. It singes your arm. Doesn't do any damage, but it singes your arm. Okay. He's getting three bullets next time. (laughs) Well, doesn't the other person at the table, you said there were two people at the table. Yeah. He gets a chance to do something to me. Um, Yeah. Well, he's sort of in shock at the moment right now. You really surprised him. Okay. So I think the most logical thing for me to do at this point, which what Tug would do, is throw another punch into Higgins' face. All right. Um, let me ask you this. I don't know how the rules work for this, but let me just ask you, are you looking to actually kill him? No, but I'm kind of, I, <laughs> I mean, you did six points. So like, if you do another six, you might kill him. I've, I've got 20, 20 points of sanity at this point. Okay. And I think these people are trying to murder the whole school. So, so, so basically I'm just asking then, do you have enough where, where with it all? To pull can, I punch. A, can I do a pal roll and see if I can overcome my... Okay. So if I make it, then I overcome it. And I got 66 and my pal is 50. So I don't. I hit him. All right. Go ahead. 
punch to the face. This time, he, there's nothing he can do about it. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much an auto hit. Um, no, I got a 94. Ooh. So let's say I, I throw a punch as he turns and moves his head to the side and I hit the ground or something. All right, just do the 1d3 then. I won't, you won't get your damage bonus for that. Okay. Uh, so two points. Two more. So he's a he's hurt. At this point, I'm going to look up at the other guy, whoever it is. I'll say with that second punch, you knocked him in the head again, and he just his body and everything just goes limp. Okay. So he's he's out of it. And Noakes is over there. Who's the other person in the room? Uh, Let me see if I can figure this out here. I think I messed it up. Um, Higgins, Gibbons, Lewis Gibbons is okay. Yep. And then Noakes. Yeah. So Noakes was the one that you shot. Uh, Danny. So Gibbons is right across from you on the opposite side of the table. And I'm I'm looking up at Gibbons like I'm going to fuck you up totally. So <laughs> I'm like an animal ready to spring on my necks <laughs> and go for it. Uh, you notice that in his hand, he's holding a scalpel. He's kind of got it like this, like, you know, holding it up defensively. Nah, it's a little baby. <laughs> little tiny knife. Um, let me go to you one more. Danny, what are you doing right now? I'm letting her up, but I'm going to shoot these shots at this guy. All right. Go ahead. Uh, first one's I hit. Okay. Uh, second, I'm doing a penalty dice because I'm doing the three shots. Okay. Uh, and the last one is a miss. So two two hits and a miss. Okay. Damage? Eight points. On the one or is that together? On the one and seven points on the next. Wow. Don't mess around with Danny. He's not getting any, he's not getting any legs. <laughs> he's he's missing a leg. It's called and Stumpy. And possibly a head. You tore him up, yeah. He's a he's a bloody mess right now. Let's go back to Jasper and Jerry. What are you guys doing? Okie dokie. Um now, given that the, the, the explosion's just gone off, um is is there still that sort of uh, smoke and masonry dust and and so forth? Yep. Um, can I try and sort of from from where I am, sort of sneak, start sneaking from bush to bush to try and get round to the um, the the south western edge of the uh, of the library. Okay. Yeah. No problem. I don't. You don't have to roll. Okay. Okay, I'm going to start making my way around with the aim of sort of coming up, um, trying to come up behind whoever's at the door, which I think you said was Jason Trent. Uh, Jason? Or is it Trent? Jason Trent is still standing on the sidewalk. Oh. Right, the steps come down and then there's sort of a, a sidewalk there. So he's still on the sidewalk. And then there's the guy standing at the door that was... So it was Terrence at the door. 
Terence. And that Clarissa had gone in with the professor. Jeff, can you remind us um, how many other exits other than the front door are there from the library? It looks uh, on the map like there are two others, two side exits. Yeah, I'll say there's two side exits, yep. Um, I think right at the beginning I said there was a back entrance, but whatever, we'll say it's a side entrance. Uh, so, so from where I am right now, I can, can I see, I was hoping I put myself in a position to see the front entrance and the south entrance, okay. but was that, would I, could I have been successful in that? Yeah, we'll say that. Uh, so what do I think the chances are that I can somehow move without being seen toward uh, the side of uh, the East Dormitory Building Delta, which appears to be the only place from which it might be possible to see both side entrances and the front. Okay. Yeah. There's chaos all around you. I mean, you, you might get seen. I mean, is that what you're asking about? Stealth well, well you swear, uh, yeah, because I know that the, uh, our enemies aren't, uh, eluded, so they'll be knowing to probably watch for us. Maybe yeah. they would notice right. me moving with a purpose. So I'm going to either try to be stealthy, but it's nighttime, right? So it's dark. It is nighttime, so, there okay. is chaos. So I'm yeah. going to try to be stealthy, but also move in an erratic way and try to weave my way through the chaos without getting, like, a, I don't know, jumped by an insane person or spotted. Because okay. I realize if they come out the wrong entrance, I'm going to have no idea that they've mm -hmm. left. I'm just going to be sitting in the bushes like an idiot. So okay. this is my plan. Uh, give me a stealth roll, and I'll give you a bonus die because of all the chaos that's actually working in your favor. A stealth roll with a bonus die, did you just say? Or, you're, or you're, are you calculating the bonus? No, you, you roll okay. twice and do yeah. take everyone's better. All right. Well, I like the bonus so far because the first roll was a problem. Okay, the bonus uh, saved me. It's a hard success. Okay, nice. So, yeah, you managed to get over where you want to be and you're a little bit, you know, you can, you, you have the vantage point. Yep. Okay. So I'm typing that out to it. Go ahead. Uh, taking a, uh, trying to take uh, a position where I can be somewhat concealed and insulated from the chaos where I can see all those entrances, which I'm assuming is going to be pretty much up against building Delta. Uh, mm -hmm. And if I can take a position where I think I can be so concealed that I could even have my uh, rifle already prepared, uh, that would be good. Okay. So how, was, how about this? If you make it to the basically the same bushes that Tug was at, okay, uh, you can you can make it to those bushes, and then in the chaos and with your uh, hard success, you manage to get your rifle out without being seen. Well, that's excellent. So I'm now just waiting for them to come out with whatever they come out with. Okay. Assuming they come out. Jasper, give me another, what are you up to again? Um, I'm trying to make my way up to uh, the library building. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> I've just got this idea that someone might 
possibly start opening fire at some point and then I can rush someone else. Okay. It's just boundless optimism. <laughs> but I'm going with it. All right. Um, do a spot hidden for me. Oh, that is oh, a hard success. Nick, it's almost as if you think someone crazy enough to try to hide a rifle in their shotgun uh, might also be low enough insanity to... Uh, crazy enough to, to hide, just... hide a rifle in their shotgun. Oh, in their <laughs> That is pretty crazy. <laughs> it's a very, very wide bore shotgun. <laughs> With a rifle loaded in it, like a blunderbuss. He's going to fire the rifle at the guy. <laughs> I hope it's got a bayonet on it. He's going to impale him. <laughs> uh, hard success. Jasper, do you, are you at, can you see the entrance from where you're at? I'm aiming to, yes. Okay. The doors are busted off their hinges. They're, you know, they're, hanging open and you look in and the first thing you see are the two guards laying on the ground. The dog is still um, okay. Um, uh, you know, covered in dust, obviously still, but uh, the dog seems to be okay, but he's, he's got a leash on and the leash is still wrapped around the one guard's wrist. So at the moment, the dog is still contained. Um, so what the GM saying is it's okay to kill the humans, but do not do not hurt the animals because that's really evil. That's bad. Well, you know, I I like that because the um the, the that business in horror films of demonstrating that something it's something or someone is a threat by them killing the dog, uh, is becoming a bit of a painful cliche <laughs> at this point in time. How can so, I see Jasper creeping toward the door? Hope not. I'm trying to be stealthy. He's trying to be stealthy. I'm not, I'm, it's not like I'm looking for Jasper, of course. You, I mean, you know the area that he's in, so I'm, I'll make you do a spot hidden roll. Okay, uh, hard success. Okay, yeah, you see, you see movement behind the bushes and stuff, so you may not know exactly where he is, but you know. It's right. I mean, I'm hoping that because I'm wearing a great big raccoon coat that I just. <laughs> Not unlike a bush <laughs> or, just, or shrub. It's a big raccoon. A shrub, a <laughs> yeah, if they get too close to me, I'm just going to start going. <laughs> Did that bush move? <laughs> I don't even know what sort of noise raccoons <laughs> make. You know, bark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jasper, you smell something now. <laughs> You catch a whiff as you're making animal noises. Uh, it smells like kerosene. Oh boy, kerosene. Yeah. You better go in and take these guys out, man. It's never he's he's standing. The one guy's standing like right at the doorway. Um, so he's like right above you. Like I'm picturing you kind of up at the ground level, and he's up on the steps. It's like a brick, you know, ornate. Well, if it, if it all goes up in flames, guys, Armitage can't say we didn't warn them. <laughs> uh, let's go back to Tug and Danny again. Tug. Okay, my next move is to is to dive at uh, Lewis Gibbons. 
you're gonna go after him. All right. Yeah, I don't care if he's got a fucking uh, scalpel in his hand. Okay. Excuse me. Scratch me with that. <laughs> I'm angry that he even thinks that he can scratch me with that thing. <laughs> I'm quite irrational at this moment. Danny. Um, I'm training a gun on him, and I'm gonna. Uh, Danny's a bit unnerved because he really messed that guy up badly. Yeah. Um, and he's not used to seeing bodies in that state, so um, he's kind of his voice is going a little bit high pitch, and he screams at the other guy, whatever his name is. Um, Lewis. 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 Get your hands up, or I'll blow your brains out. Just as Tug's going. Okay. So just to be clear then, I believe I'm not, that... I'm not going to shoot. I'm, I'm really trying to get this guy to give up because we've just messed one guy up, two guys up. Tug's just knocked the other guy out cold. Yeah. And if this guy doesn't give up, he's stupid, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, just to be clear though, Tug has kind of leapt towards him, so he's now like engaging him. So it's going to be hard to get a shot off with Tug. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try, but I'm just okay. trying to fright, frighten him into giving up. Yep, gotcha. And I'm kind of panicking as well. I'm panicking in the whole yep. scene. You'll have your chance in a moment. I rolled a 97. Ooh. So he just sort of s- s- swiped to the side. I just went, whoa. <laughs> right past him. I hope he's not an expert with that knife. You might have your brain out in two seconds. I still want to know who's on the table. I just haven't had the chance to look. He takes a swipe at you, uh, but he misses too. Okay. So he mostly steps out of my way, and I probably careen across the room, Mm -hmm. hit the wall, hit the chairs. Yeah. So I'm going to do two points of damage from hitting the wall. Oh, to yourself? Okay. Yeah. Because I, I, I put all my force into it. Okay. I'm, I'm guessing I kind of see Tug, you know, the guy standing here and Tug launches himself, kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know? Oh. And so I'll follow that up after that, um, if that's okay, just the, the same thing again. If you don't get your hands up, I'm going to blow your brains. I'm kind of moving towards them if I can. Okay. Um, um, he's kind of like, I mean, this is all instantaneous stuff. So he's kind of like, he gives you a quick glance at the corner of his eye. So he knows you're there. He knows you're yelling, but he's got a raging maniac in front of him that he's trying to cut with a knife. So he's not. Sure. Trying to take Fair enough. So he kind of like draws his arm back like this, like he's going to take another swipe at tug. Bang. Okay. Keeping track of your shots. Yeah. I'm just in one shot. I'm not. I'm not. Now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not shooting three bullets. I think that was four. Yeah, that's right. That's correct. Oh, good hit. Okay. Oh wow! Uh, Eleven points of damage. <laughs> Oh, it was a nine plus Probably two for his head at this point. I gotta take that gun away from you. You're gonna hurt somebody. That is nasty. 
He drops to the ground, but he passes out. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's not. Tug, you whip around to attack him again, and he's laying there on the floor. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, because I probably landed flat on my face. As I get up, I'm grabbing a chair, and I'm coming back like this, and when I see he's down, I'm like, Who's on the table? Yes, the professor. Learmouth. Professor Learmouth. Is he dead? Not sure, just by looking at him. Go look at him. Is his brain gone? Looks like he's got a nice slit cut right across his forehead. But they haven't taken his brain out yet or cut open his bone. Holy crap, dude, you were right. I didn't think you were right. I thought you were crazy. Um, I'm going to look around and see if there's, like, bandages or something. Uh, yeah, but not as many as you would expect. Is there any of the crazy guns? Oh, well, that guy tried to shoot me with the gun. Yeah. Yeah. I go, and, I go and retrieve whatever that strange thing is. Yeah, we, okay. I'm like, dude, should we, should we kill these guys? Otherwise, they just keep coming back. Should we just tie them up? Let somebody find them? They can, they can identify us. I, I, I don't know. Danny's just in, in mixed. He's, he's upset, confused, angry. I mean, the, the problem is he knows that the, potentially the brains in these guys aren't the, the same people. And they're maybe being controlled by this alien thing. But yeah, they're going to... Yeah. It's one thing to shoot a demon, but it's another to shoot a human being. Even a human with somebody else's human brain in them. Right. Can I... I'm gonna, sorry, Tom. I'm, uh, I'm going to interrupt. Uh, Danny, I'm going to ask you for a sanity roll. That's, that seems I, I, just, I just did, I did okay. another one there. So I, I passed both a couple of minutes ago and this one and I've just taken one each. Okay. So really Danny's unnerved and not sure what's right or wrong anymore, you know. Okay. I wanna Jeff, you can counter me if you want, but mm -hmm. I rolled a sanity roll and failed. Okay. And I rolled a pow roll and failed. Mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna strangle Higgins. Okay. I won't stop you. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm 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 nuts enough right now to think there's no other choice. We have to kill these guys. So mm -hmm. I'm going to strangle him uh, until I know he's not breathing anymore. And then I'm going to, uh, unless Danny does something, I'm going to do the other guys too. Uh, I'm going to ask you for an idea roll. Okay. I'm not thinking about tomorrow. Fifty-three idea. Nope. No. Okay. I won't say anything. All right. I'm just like, yes. Yep. Uh, Danny's going, oh, we might need them for information. No, they got to die. In fact, we got to figure out a way out of here so that nobody ever knows we were, that we were involved in any of this. Otherwise. Well, let's at least wake the professor up and the, at least he'll know they tried to do well, surgery on him. We don't know what he'll know, but uh, I wonder, is there... Hmm, probably metagaming. I was going to say, do I see any 
brain cylinders around. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a funny you mentioned that. There's a large silver cylinder just to your left on the table. I don't know what that is. Um, it's a coffee arm. <laughs> and what about the what about the the rocks? Are did they? Well, we're, I'm going to check Higgins pockets and stuff too. I'm I'm kind of ransacking through if we find any information. Okay. And I'm also crying. Okay. So Danny's Danny's heading to the Danny's heading to Professor. I'm going to start slapping him, see if he can waken him up. All right. Um, hmm. Danny and Tug. How do you know they haven't succeeded already? Well, I assume the head's not off. So look in a jar. Is it? Does it look? It's not stitched, is it? No. Can't pop his head off, can you? Or his, his cranium? I don't know. Maybe. All What's right, your well, experience I'm, with brain I'm, I'm busy doing other stuff, so. Dan, okay. Danny, has a, Danny has a peek in the jar. <laughs> uh, you peek in the jar, you don't see a brain. He's on the table. He seems to be breathing. But he's not conscious. I think we got him before they they start. So if I kind of tap him and and talk it into his face, and that he's still unconscious, he's drugged. He seems to be out of it, yeah. Uh, maybe we just leave him. He can wake up and work it out himself. Well, he's going to wake it up and find these dead guys. He's not going to know how they died. Let's get them out of here. Well, no, maybe that's a good thing. Because then he'll just tell the police, I don't know what happened. These Maybe he'll tell them these guys tried to assault me. I don't know what killed them, but, you know, we don't want him to know that it was us. All right, before I jump back to the other guys, let me just say, um, you, you still have uh, Gibbons, who is on the floor. Oh, you shot him. So well, so Danny shot and killed the one guy. You just choked out Higgins. Okay. But there's still the other guy with the scalpel who was shot. He dropped to the floor, but he might still be alive. Oh, well, I do a wrestling move. I come up around behind him and I choke him out. Okay. All right. Danny's, Danny's taking another sanity point. He's he's the he's not just still with us. Okay. Uh before I go to the other guys, just think uh, when I come back to you, Tug and Danny, I'm just going to ask you, what are you doing with the professor? So just think about what you want to do. Jasper and Jerry, um, you smell kerosene, Jasper. He's still kind of watching the door there. So it's not like you can really do much. I mean, unless you guys come up with another idea, I'm just going to let the time roll out. Well, I'm just, I'm just going to get as close to the, the, uh, as close to the doors as I possibly think I can without being seen. Okay. And just uh, then all I can do is just wait it out and, and see if there's any support. Okay. Jerry, anything? Jerry doesn't smell kerosene. Yeah, you're too uh, far away. And so Jerry is waiting for them to come out. Okay. Uh, all right, so a little bit of time goes by. Um, you're not quite sure what exactly is happening. 
Uh, Jasper, you start to smell smoke. Um, and from your vantage point, because it's a dark library, you're seeing, you know, uh, orange. It's clear they've set a fire. Well, I can see that, right? Uh, I'm going to ask you for a spot hidden. Maybe your vantage point is not so good. Uh, well, it's good enough to, uh, hold on. Uh, it's, uh, good enough to pass that check. Okay, fine. Then, yeah, you see the glow of what appears to be a fire. Um. Okay. Uh, I remember the layout of the library decently, I would think. Mm -hmm. okay. So, um, both side, do I know that both side entrances would be locked at night, of course? Probably. I mean, you, so, you've already alerted them to yeah. possible. So, yeah, they've taken security measures. And uh, the guy is still uh, standing in, out front guarding yep. the, the entrance? Yep. Both of them, actually. Um, the one guy's on the sidewalk, the one guy's at the top of the steps. Um, suddenly... I uh, shoot the guy at the top of the steps. Can I shoot him from my position, or do I have to get closer? No, I'll say you, you can see him. Um, he's a little bit backlit from the fire behind him. Um, you can see him. So do I have a good line of fire from my position? I would say yeah. Okay, I, uh, I shoot him. Um, matter of fact, if you want, I'll even give you a bonus that you took time to aim. Yeah, I was, I've been, I mean, Jerry's been planning to have to shoot these guys for <laughs> most of the scene, so. Okay. Uh, and is it a bonus, a straight up bonus die? Or just... Yep, so roll twice on whichever yeah. one you do. Okay. Oh. Okay, it was a normal success. Man, I, I, I apologize. If anybody's watching, I screwed these names up, so I hope you guys will forgive me. I believe um, it was Terrence guarding the door. Yeah, but I'm, I might have screwed that up again, So, but we'll just keep rolling with it. Um, go ahead. It's um, okay. I would have shot whoever it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good I, I mean, they're not themselves anyway. Right. Uh, so, so repeat, I just roll uh, uh, It was a success. Success. Okay, yep. Roll damage. damage. Yep. Uh, 12. Ooh, wow. Okay, whatever his name is. Um, he drops to the ground and... Seems to be conscious. He's he's moaning. And uh, then uh, I don't hesitate. I uh, try to take aim at the one on the sidewalk. Okay. I assume he would. He might have a way of knowing where the shot came from. Yeah, that that was like very very close to him, um, and he's on edge. Uh, who? Jasper, how about you? Um, well. I've, I've basically been sitting there waiting for the shot. Okay. Shot so, goes off. He drops to the ground. He's moaning in agony. Yeah. Basically, as soon as the other guy, for Boyd Hardin, we'll say Jason, 
um, as soon as he starts looking over to where the shot came from, and I'm sure that his um, attention is there, I'm just going to try and rush out of the, uh, the bushes. Okay. And um, as quiet, moving as quickly as I can, but as quietly as I can, just try and sort of get up behind him and smack him around the head with my uh, sock full of quarters. Okay. Uh, just to be clear, the guy that was just shot or the other guy? The other guy, the guy who's down at the sidewalk. Right? On the sidewalk. Okay, gotcha. So he just, shot goes off, he's looking toward the shot, you're coming out from behind him. Yep, I'm, out, I'm coming out of the bush and bam! Yep, definitely a bonus die. Okay. Forty-seven or a thirty-seven. So that would be 37, which would be a standard. Well, either way, it would be a standard success. Okay. And uh, the sock as a kosh is 1d8. Ooh. It's more than I expected. I don't have a bonus dice. So three points of damage. Three. And given that, it, that it's a kosh, I'm, I'm pretty much just going for the head. Back of the right. neck. Um, okay. Yeah, he, you clock him good. Uh, he stumbles, he yells out, lets out a yell, grabs the back of his head, yells, spins around on you now. Uh, he's not sure what happened or which way to turn now because he just got attacked and he just had a gunshot. So you caught him off guard. Um, Jerry, go ahead. What did you? Well, assuming I see this happen because yep, I was prepared to shoot him. Now I realize he's distracted. So I make a break for the library. I'm rushing him through the front. My intention is uh, that I think I remember how to uh, get there. So I'm going to try to save the rare books. Uh, so just to be clear, though, you're going to be running down the sidewalk that both Jasper and this guy are standing. I did not know that. I yep. thought he was on the sidewalk on the side of the library. No, he's right right at the front door, but on the sidewalk. The other guy was... At the oh, door. well, in that case, uh, can I shoot him without shooting Jasper? Hmm. I'm happy to move to do that because my intention is to get in there anyway. So if I need to move to put myself in a better non-shooting Jasper position, I'm happy to do that. Yeah, I'll say this. Um, because you're aware of it, you can hold your action for now and take aim. Ah. And, and then on the next round... You well, can... good. Jerry's into the taking aim okay. approach. As long as the situation doesn't change as to whatever Jasper does next. Jasper. Okay, well... He's looking at you right now, like a little bit stunned. You have a minute to react. Oh, I'm going to hit him again. All right. I'm not sure I'm going to have to... Um, I think I'm going to have to start making luck rolls to go with this in a minute. So I'm not sure how long the sock is going to hold up. There's two socks. I think I've only got a finite number of strikes before that sock bursts and all the quarters go everywhere. Which is a very like a crit not, not only do I lose a weapon, I also lose my lunch money for the month. And a sock. It's like a pinata of it in reverse. I got fifteen that time. Um that's a hard success. 
Nice damage. And seven points of damage. Holy cow. And I think given that that's such a large amount of damage, I'm going to say that at that point, the uh, the sock um, sort of come, comes undone. <laughs> bursts. Okay. And so as it hits him, there's just a massive whack. And a shower of loose change flies out. Um, <laughs> let me just remind well, you. Well, he is already wearing a raccoon suit, so, you know. <laughs> uh, let me just remind you, too, I did mention, you know, there's people milling about, there's weirdos, you know, not weirdos, like zombie-type people milling about and normal-type people wandering about. So you might have been seen at this point. I'm just, not, just putting it in your head right now, that's all. Um, the normal people are also seeing everybody else who acting insanely, so yeah. <laughs> I'm just another lunatic. Yep. Uh, Jerry, <clears throat> before you roll, could you do a pow roll for me? Sure. Uh, hard success. Hard. Mm. That to see how well I'm holding up with all the loud noises, or uh, <laughs> mm, I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I didn't really expect you to tell me. Um, but yeah, hard success. Okay. All right, uh, let's see, let's do this. Go ahead and you're taking aim and shooting, right? Well, uh, yeah, uh, can I shoot now or is this, because I've already taken aim or uh, is yeah, this I'll, when I'll I take aim? Okay, so I, do I still get the bonus or is the bonus that I won't hit Jasper? If you crit fail, you're still gonna hit him. So does that mean I still get the bonus? I'll give you the bonus, but yeah, but, but if right. you crit fail on, I guess that would mean you would have to crit fail twice. This, this is going to be right. one of those gaming moments. I can just uh, no, I think I uh, I got a, well, it could be even better than this, but probably. The only thing better than a, a extreme success is an actual critical success, right? An old one, yeah. Okay, well, I got an extreme success. Extreme, ouch, okay. Um, Does that modify the damage in some way? Yeah, sure does. It's it's your max damage plus you get to roll again, which you don't even have to bother. I, I hate to take the satisfaction away from you. But. <laughs> that was satisfying enough. Yeah, because the max damage is uh, sixteen. Yeah, that's yeah. that's enough to blow his arm to clear off, and possibly even his other arm somehow. I don't know how, but and and his mother's arm. <laughs> So yeah, he drops to the ground like a sack of potatoes. Well, at, least, also, at least he's armless now. Can I also move or <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. is it still possible to move or when you have taken aim before, does that eliminate your movement for the round? No, that's, that's we're, I'm okay, that's flexible. So I, uh, at this point, uh, rush for the library with the uh, intention of rescuing the rare books from the flames. Okay, Jasper, uh, this guy just got shot right in front of you, too, so that's going to be a little haunting. Um, in the midst of all of this that just happened, you hear, I'm not going to play the sound again, but you hear another similar explosion again. It's a little bit muffled, though, but, I mean, as muffled as dynamite can be. <laughs> 
Still running yeah, in? I, I don't think. Uh, do I, is that is that sound from inside the library? Yes. Uh, huh. What's the role you make to see if you overcome a phobia? Because I'm sure that's the mechanic here, right? I mean, not to necessarily overcome one. Um, it's really just if you know, do what you think your character would do. If you think well, I you know he wants to overcome any fear he has of further loud noises mm -hmm. and do what he wants to do. So if the strong okay. desire would override the phobia, I'm going for it. All right, do a power roll then. We'll, we'll okay. Uh, Everybody okay on Oh time? yeah, I make it. I make it a uh, hard, hard success. Okay. All right, so you're running into the burning building, right? Yes. Um, I'd, I'd like to um, uh, move towards the dog. Okay. Um, in a kind of reassuring way, just going, hey, buddy, it's okay. Hey, try and make friends. Trying to sort of just sort of get around the dog to, to get the um, the leash off the, uh, the security guards. Mm. Um, I'm trying to decide if I should make your roll or not. Go on. It's a role-playing game. Are you? What's give, give me a good story, and I won't make your roll. Well, I'm just going to sort of try and um, uh, maintain uh, an attitude of um, what do you call it, passive indifference, and just talk to the dog like I already know it, and um, just kind of uh, if if I move my hand towards the. Uh, the security guard's hand and the dog uh, growls, then I'll sort of just back away and just start patting the dog and then slowly work up the dog until I get to the leash, to the collar, and then unclip the leash from the collar. And then I'm just gonna say, go and get him, boy. <laughs> go and get him. <laughs> Wait a minute, Jerry just ran in the door. Pointing him into the library. Into the library? Yeah. Right where Jerry just ran? Well, well the people who, who attacked his master are. Mm. The dogs oh, the dogs know. Building, dogs know. They know. They know. It's got bombs going off in the building and the dogs are right for them. But Rex, Rex knows. Rex knows who the enemy is. He knows. Um, Go on. Low, Low says he runs out the door, front door. High says he runs in. Uh, you pick low or high. I'll roll. Uh, high. Ooh, there you go. He runs in the building. Well, I hope the dog has high enough psychology to know that uh, uh, <laughs> the uh, NPCs are the bad guys. <laughs> there, goes, there goes my joke that I was going to make if he ran off into the night. Well, I was going to say, maybe tomorrow he'll want to stick around. <laughs> uh, let's come back to Tug and Danny real quick. Did you make a decision? How do you want to deal with the professor? Did you read what I wrote? Oh, I'm sorry. No, I didn't. Yeah, go ahead, Tug. I agree. That's a good idea. Although, remember, uh, Jasper still got the stone, so I don't know if we need any more of the samples. Does that work for you, Jeff? Uh, 
something about murder, bare hands, sanity. Yeah, say it all out loud. <laughs> I have just murdered three people with my bare hands. Oh, I, I was joking about you saying that. Say you're all. I faint. Uh, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I just murdered. I just murdered three people with my bare hands. Yep. Well, technically two people. Danny, Danny shot the third one. I yeah, but if he was still kicking, then I would have strangled him too. So okay, two people. Yep. Anyway, yep. yeah, I I did a sanity roll. I got an O six. Okay, nice. And I still took. I still rolled a D six because I just murdered people. Wow. Yeah. And I took five points of damage. I rolled on my thing, and it said that I faint for three. Yeah. So I so probably Danny... looked up at you, Danny, and I go and just collapse on the ground. And Danny, you were sort of looking to tug for guidance and suddenly your your rock just collapsed. Yeah. Um, what are you uh, going to do? I've, I've now got my pistol in one hand and a electric gun in my other arm. So I'm kind of going down. Try, I'm going to try and uh, get Tug to recover and get out of here. Okay. Because for all we know... Um, our friends may have been overrun with all the insanity, so we need to go and make sure they're safe. Sure. So what's three rounds? Thirty seconds or so? Yeah, not not long. Yep. So uh, I start coming to it. I'm like, what the what the hell? I see a, I see a, I see a beaker of water and I throw it in his face and then realize it's acid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I revive Tog if I can as soon as. Oh, what the hell do we do? Where, where are we? Let's get out of here, Tug. Let's get out of here. Wait, did we find the rocks? Uh, let's have a quick look. But Jasper's got his, remember? Yeah, well, we just want to find whatever rocks these guys were after. What the hell is all this? Hmm. Uh, um, is, there, is there another one of these electric guns? Or is it just the one? There's another, um, I think I said Gibbons, the one with the scalpel. Yeah. He's got some sort of, it almost looks like a small rifle of some sort. Um, you don't know, you don't know what it is. It's, it's definitely looks like a weapon. Like there's a, an end that you would point and shoot kind of thing, but it doesn't look like anything you've ever seen before. I'll grab it. Yeah. Just get that, Danny. Let's uh, talk. Sorry. Let's go right here. And do, well, like I say, do we find like the rocks in their pockets or, uh, Oh, uh, Give me, you can each do a luck roll, but I'm going to ask for a hard. Okay. Uh, 62. That's not a, not a pass. Regular pass. Okay. Yep. All right. so you take a fight. minute to start searching around and, and it's like, you know, you're starting to go through drawers and stuff, but it's like, what, what am I thinking? We got to get out of here. So I'm going to make it, what, I, I want to make it look like that guy shot these guys or you're going to try to stage it? Well, I just, I say we got to make it look like, well. Yeah, so. I, can't, I, I, I had the same idea, but then I need to leave my pistol, which will be registered, I'm sure. To, there's there's chaos know. everywhere on campus. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's, just, let's just go. What it's going to definitely look like is that these guys were trying to do something for the professor, which is. Yeah, yeah. So as we leave and we're we're running towards the library, I'm also saying to Danny, when we're whatever, however this ends, we need to get in our car and drive to Boston. 
and check into a hotel or something so that we can say, we were in Boston when all this happened. I think we need to go to Europe. Let's go anyway. <laughs> well, it's not likely to be our work, but Boston's only about an hour from here. All right, let me um, I'm gonna try to speed things up here. We're getting pretty late here. So uh, Jerry, Jasper, Jerry, you're running into the building. Jasper, what are you doing again? Sorry. Um, well, I'm kind of being preempted by uh, what um, Danny and Tug were doing, but my, my plan next was to uh, search the, uh, the body of the guy who was um, standing at the top of the stairs. Okay. Um, if it is a body, I think he might still be alive, but I was going to sort of search him to see if he had a, a weapon of some sort on him. Yeah, he's got the same sort of weapon that I described. You know, it kind of looks like a small rifle weapon of some sort, but you've never seen it before. You don't know. But what it, it, is. it looks like something. I mean, it's 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 enough like a, a a rifle that I could use it. Well, there's like wires coming out of it and buttons, and it almost looks like fleshy material. Okay, I'm going to pick it up. And um, I'm going to point it at a tree. And um, I'm going to press a button. Do a luck roll. We've been here before, haven't we? <laughs> no, this is going to be the, I'm going to press the phaser overload button. Oh, 20 out of 60. That's a pass. And now there's an ominous pause. <laughs> I'm trying to purely for the benefit of podcast listeners. There's it's a little it's a little um anticlimactic because suddenly out of the end that you think is the right end that should be pointing away from you, suddenly there's like a puff of smoke that comes out. And it's sort of like oh. hanging, hanging in the air. Well, I will go in the opposite direction to the puff of smoke. Okay. Because um, I've got a funny feeling that that might be what caused everyone to go mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to... Uh, I think I might even put that down. <laughs> and um, uh, do the security guards have any weapons on them? Uh, yeah, you know, conventional normal things that I recognize as <laughs> yeah. actually yeah. made out of metal. Bullet. Yeah, I'm gonna take one of those. Okay, I'm gonna take one of those and holding it down at hip level. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna advance into the building. Yep, you enter the building, Jerry's in front of you a bit. Jerry, where I'm kind of specifically listening out for the sound of barking as well. Okay. Jerry, what are you doing? Heading uh, directly for the rare book area. Okay. While trying okay. to avoid any, I don't know, flames, smoke inhalation. Yeah. Yeah, what you're seeing is a series of fires, actually. Um, it's almost like small little, you know, like three-foot bonfires scattered about the library. Um, the biggest of which is actually the card catalog. That's, that's fully engulfed in yeah. flames, and that's quite quite large fire. I mean, is there so much smoke that I'm going to have a problem getting to the rare book room? 
There is a lot of smoke. Um, well, it's, it's uh, I'm going to try to, I have a big coat on uh, that's no longer concealing a rifle. So okay. I'm going to try to, you know, do what I can to prove it. Right, um, inhalation. Not, not to mention that the rare books is up on the second floor, so you're actually going up. So yeah. Okay. Um, do I? Am I physically able to get there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. There's like an elevator thing, like an old-fashioned wire elevator thing, and there's the stairs. Ah, uh, stairs. Please. Okay. All right, Jasper, you hear Jerry run up the stairs. Um, you suddenly catch movement off near one of the the uh, the row of books, and it looks like Clarissa has spotted you. I'm going to shoot at her. Okay. I mean, initially, I was thinking that I might start looking for a fire extinguisher, but if she's there, I'm going to shoot at her with my amazing twenty percent handgun skill. Oh, I should have kept the rifle. Oh, oh, oh. Nine. Wow. That's a hard success. Hard and extreme. Um, no, extreme would be four. Okay. So the hardest so, is ten or under. So nine. Regular damage. <laughs> regular damage then. Okay, what's the damage of the gun I found? Uh, I'll say it's a 38, so I'm just going to say a 1d10. 1d10. It's not. Nine. Wow. Wow. Yes, that's what I get for rolling the dice over here instead of rolling the dice over there, like I did the other night. I was just about to say, it's not like a Danny Roberts, Dirty Harry, 44 Magnum. It's like a little gun, but then you go and do nine damage. <sighs> Um, like that. She, hand out behind me for counterbalance. She drops to the ground. Cagney. <laughs> she drops to the ground. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna advance towards her, and if I can see a weapon anywhere near her, I'm gonna kick it away. Uh, she's holding a container of um, kerosene, and she's got a duffel bag in the. Well, she had at the moment she dropped both, so the kerosene is spilled at the floor, and the duffel bag is laying there. Okay. Um... This is your chance to get a rare book for nothing, Mick. Okay, I'm just going to do something here. I've lost quite a lot of sanity. I'm going to plug her again. Ooh, okay. It's got the but, I've still got, but I've still got a very low handgun skill. <laughs> well, I've one that time. <laughs> You could do like a point blank where you don't even have to roll. Yeah, that's actually, yeah. I think that would be more in keeping with the kind of mood that I'm in at this point. Okay. Just go up and literally just like pop one in her head. Wow. Harsh. Jasper's taking a turn. 
they've, they've tried to they've tried to kill me yeah and I'm, right. I've at this point lost like 13 points of sanity <laughs> I've gone quite crazy right now I like I've to smash the man's face in right <laughs> I really like the fact that I don't think I've actually asked any of you for a sanity roll. So, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. when it seems obvious that we've lost our yeah, yeah, no, that, that's that's great. Uh, Jerry, you get to the top of the steps, and coming towards you is Professor Harold, and he's got a duffel bag. He sees you kind of emerge out of the smoke, and he kind of like freezes and stops. He doesn't know what to do. What do you I shoot him. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, that's a ought two, which is almost a critical success, right? Would uh, it, or is it a, an O one or a double zero that makes it critical? Um, an O one is the best you can get critical. Uh, can you make it that by spending luck, or is that not legitimate? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it actually. Well, I think it says. Um, natural yeah that's probably true um well anyway really, i think you're, mechanically wise you're really at the max anyway you're going to get an impale so okay so it's already going to do max right yeah so yep. all right um wow okay yep where did you, where did you shoot the professor in the library <laughs> <laughs> with the with the with the candlestick, um, with the bayoneted rifle that shot. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's now gone. So assuming that, uh, well, uh, just give me head. I think uh, shoulder, arm, I, uh, chest. You killed him. I just head. head. Okay. So yeah, bang. Blew his head off. Drops to the floor. Drops the bag. What do you do? Uh, and this is just at the top of the stairs. Yeah, there's a, there's a double bag in front of you. Taking it or you're not taking it? Ah, taking the bag. Taking the bag. Smoke's getting extreme now at this point. Um, you're gonna have to probably leave, or you're gonna have to choke. You're saying I can tell that I'm not going to be able to make it to the rare books before I right. pass out from smoke inhalation? Right. You're coughing heavily at this point. Uh, look in the bag real quick. What's in the bag? Yeah, there's quite a few books in there. Already. Okay, but, but I, I'm good. I uh, grab the bag. Um, I uh, mm. Okay, I uh, grab the bag and... Uh, Still have the rifle. Uh, I head back down. Okay. Uh, did I hear a gunshot from downstairs before? Sure. Okay. Uh, Jasper, I'm shouting Jasper as I'm heading down the stairs. I'm going to try and, um, can, I, can I find any fire extinguishers? Jasper. You know, I was thinking about that. There are fire extinguishers, but at this point, it's getting pretty, the fires are starting to get out of control. There's a lot of them. I mean, I'm not sure what you can really do with them. Didn't we also hear firemen and uh, and uh, police on the way? Maybe. It's hard to tell. 
If I had really good handgun skill, I'd just start popping the fire extinguishers, but I haven't. So I'm going to grab that duffel bag and um, I'm, I'm just going to grab the duffel bag and, and get out of there. Okay. And I'm, I'll, I'll drop that. Um, I'll drop the pistol by the security guard. Okay. On the way out. I'm a bit concerned that I haven't seen the dog. Yep. So Did when I shout Jasper, there's no response. Is that no, correct? I'm kind, of, I'm kind of caught up in the moment. Yeah. I'm... All right. All right, uh, Jeff. I do I make it downstairs? Yeah. Do I see anything downstairs? Lots of smoke. Lots of fire. Okay. Um, then I uh, get out. Okay. I mean, is is the is the front entrance the closest and most obvious entrance? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then I obviously want to get out of there before. Okay. Burning. Yeah. All right. Um, Jasper, you're out the door first. You're kind of standing there. You're coughing. The smoke got to you a bit. You look up and suddenly you see Rex come leaping out from the, the front door. He's coming towards you, not quite sure what direction to go. He's obviously scared. Um, and then shortly after Rex, you see Jerry come running out too. Come here. There's a good boy. There's a good boy. Come here. And you, Rex. Come uh, what on. else, uh, Jeff? What else do I see? You're the same as what before. So pretty much, there's still the chaos. There's still people wandering about. All right, I uh, try to conceal the uh, gun again. Okay. Uh, and uh, I try to uh, go to my car. Okay. Um. So at this point, you guys did a really good job. Um. Let's just sort of talk through a little bit of this end scene here. Uh, there's a very good chance you have in the back of your mind that at some point you guys may have been seen by the same people. Okay, so that's just, that's right there in the back of your mind. Um, and now it's closer to the front of Jerry's mind, I think. Well, <laughs> I, uh, did, would we think that any any of the same people saw us committing murder? There was no one in the room with you, so they didn't actually see you do that. But like, for instance, they might have seen you come running out of the building. Okay, but they would they they've seen a hundred other crazy people running around, so they correct, might correct. So there's nothing there's nothing you know um, nailed down or rock solid about it. But I'm just letting you know that somebody may have spotted you. So my advice to everybody is if, if we tell, if, if everybody on the campus isn't dead tomorrow, then we just tell everybody we don't remember what happened. So here's what I need to know. Uh, I'll just say you guys gather up at Jerry's car. Um, you have, you know, I don't want to drag this out, but just give me, are you leaving the scene? Are you hanging out to see what happens? What, uh, leaving the scene as quickly as possible. Okay. I mean, assuming that it's, Assuming that I put myself in the driver's seat of my own vehicle, I've waited for the other guys to pile in if okay. they're there. But I'm not I'm, hanging around I'm, to I'm debate whether we should stay here. So, uh, uh, so let me just, Jasper, you're going with him, with Rex? Yeah, I'm taking Rex with me. Okay. The dog? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
How's the I'm dog not, acting? Doesn't that put us I'm, right at the scene? I'm not, I'm not leaving. It. I'm not abandoning. How's the dog it. acting? Good God. Uh, he's following Jasper. He's scared. Okay, whatever. So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, driving away from here. Um, hold on, hold on. Let me just. Danny and Tug, are you going? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think obviously we we'd be running towards the library and then see all the flames come coming out, you know, and and then maybe spot them going towards the car and just join them. I think we're better out of here. There's okay. No point in hanging about. We, the question is, do we go somewhere and hide? Or do we go because if if everybody recovers tomorrow and they find the dead bodies and we're the only people missing? That yeah, I mean, I, I was my my plan was that I was just going to go back to my dorm room. Yeah, maybe that's not a bad idea. Take we do that and we just go to bed and pretend like we don't know what the hell they're talking about when they ask us questions. Yeah, I was just, I don't know what happened. I have no memory of last night. I just woke up this morning and there was a dog in my dorm room. If you mind, gentlemen, either get in the car or out of the car. I don't live here, so I won't be missed. I like Jasper's idea. I'm going to go back to my dorm room. All right. Yeah, yeah I think well, that's good. And quietly cry myself to sleep. <laughs> I asked uh, Jerry to take my well, pistol off of campus so that it's not here. Uh, I'll be taking all of them to uh, the uh, Jeff. Where's the, uh, where the where's the nearest deep water source that's on the way to a highly populated area? You're you're right around the corner from the uh, Miskatonic River. All right. So what I say is, I'll be taking them to the bottom of the Miskatonic River. Okay. And mine too. Um, Did I get so, the wrong one? The Arkham River or the Miskatonic River, whatever, whatever the big river is yeah. that runs right through. It's called the Miskatonic. I think, I think it is too. It's oh, that's it. that, that's my dad's pistol, so I don't want you to throw it in the river. And gave me. Well, don't don't get rid of any weapons you already had. After all, that would look suspicious too. And ballistics wasn't up to much. And you just purchased so. a gun. Why would it go missing? Well, I'll say then, so Danny, you, you say no, so you take your gun back then, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll just keep it then after all. Jerry, I'll let you... Uh, is it, uh, so would we not have the idea that uh, they could identify, like, what kind of gun somebody was shot with? Is that not a thing in 1930? There's, like, 15 different kinds of guns. Everybody's got guns. It's... Hmm. They, yeah. they, I don't know if they can do the ballistics testing on the rifling and the, and the gun, but don't go take your gun home and clean it. Maybe even scratch the inside of the barrel a little bit so that it doesn't do the same. I mean, the, the only thing obvious I can think of is they would know the same caliber. Um, that's clearly detectable, but There's tracing it to that actual gun, may, that I don't think that existed back then. Okay, so I think well, what I would do, Jerry, is I would say, can you take that, keep it for me just now, because I just don't want the gun on site, because none of the staff knew I had the pistol anyway. Right. So, No problem. Yeah, just in case they do a search. All right, so let me just, um, Jerry, you're heading home, I guess, or are you going um, Well, Canada, if... <laughs> if um, 
Well, so I don't know how much time is uh, going to elapse between this and the next, I don't know, part of the story. Yeah. I mean, it seems to me that uh, Jerry would think it was reasonable that if something totally insane had happened on campus and there was chaos, someone might be spooked who didn't live on campus might be spooked by the whole thing and leave. He doesn't really want to be around to be immediately questioned. Okay. So if it's not going to ruin the continuity of the story, mm -hmm. uh, I think Jerry might decide that this is all extremely stressful and uh, make like he was heading in the direction of his home. Okay. He's not planning to go all the way because that's basically stealing the books. The idea is that he was like so unnerved that he just couldn't couldn't take the chaos and started heading home and then re remembered that he had rescued the books and needs to bring them back to the library. But I would like to put an amount of distance so that, you know, people who come to Jerry's house to interview him do not find him there. Okay. All right. Um, as far as the thing with the, the weapons, uh, if it wouldn't be normal for someone in this period of time to think having the gun that committed the crime is suspicious, I don't think Jerry would want to part with his guns. But if there's even a chance of it, then I don't um, think Jerry would be worried that he couldn't explain why he doesn't have his gun because maybe he wasn't, I don't know, headed home with his gun. So, yeah. so based on that, I mean, I don't want to be unrealistic, but if there's even a chance that it could be identified, uh, he's going to throw the gun, his rifles in the river. He can get more rifles. Okay. But he won't throw Danny's gun away because Danny yeah. said not to. Right. So. Uh, Jeff, the year of this game, what year are we, 1930? Uh, 30, I think it is. Okay. The first time they ever used ballistic testing and comparing the bullets on a microscopic level was 1929. Mm. So we might not even be aware of it. Okay. That they can do that. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, just for the sake of argument, Jerry. Um, I think Jerry's problem with wanting to throw the gun isn't ballistics well, let, testing. Let me, it's just people just, saw him. Let me just right. interrupt you. There's no ish, There's no way it's going to come back to you. So, yeah. Problem oh. right. Okay. Well, All then, right. Jerry, it just has confidence. So, if if that's the equivalent of an automatic idea roll, yes. uh, then Jerry just feels maybe Jerry feels sure that none of the same people saw him shoot anybody, and in that case. I All don't right. want to lose the gun. So okay. I yeah, started heading out of town. Are, and are, are we calling it there? Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to, um, since you guys are on campus, eventually all the chaos comes to a peaceful quietness, which is a little bit eerie in and of itself. Um, the people that were acting weird and crazy, uh, those that aren't seriously hurt, they start to come out of it. They, they It's as if they were just you know their mind was blank at some point um there's a you know there's some discussions and they don't even remember it at all so it's like it, it's just it's it's undescribable really what happened exactly um but people start coming back to normal is what i'm trying to get at uh sorry you're, you're muted um it was mass hysteria. That's what yes, yes, good, good, good point. Eventually, some of the police and some of the fire department does show up. The library was seriously damaged. Um, the fire department did not get there in time, 
they were actually headed to other fires in town. Um, this was not localized just to the college. Some of the um, calls that the police got about people acting weird were just off campus too. I mean, still in Arkham, clearly, but not specifically to the dormitories. Um, Does that mean Jerry actually sees other fires or chaos in the in the town as he's leaving town? Yeah, that's a certain, yeah, there's no reason uh, why you wouldn't. Um, so eventually, you know, things kind of quiet down, the police get there, things are, I mean, it, it's still a chaotic scene. People are being rushed to the hospital. There's a, there's a, a teaching hospital on campus, so people are getting sent there. Um, but eventually things sort of calm down for the night. Things get back to somewhat semblance of order, and then I think that's where we'll call it. Uh, before you officially call it, unless there's a reason not to share this, I have to be curious. What rare books are in the satchel? Like, Jerry's prime motive here was actually that this might be the only way he was ever going to get a hold of, like, who knows what rare books that might have occult <laughs> secrets in them. So, of course, as soon as he's at a safe distance from town, yeah. Uh, Jerry's looking through the books. So unless you want to save that as like some kind of suspenseful surprise for later. Yeah, I'm going to uh, say that for a nice, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I hope you get I back to Armitage. <laughs> Playing with Jerry, fire. Jerry's uh, probably thinks that he's going to give them back. That's probably before he starts looking through them, though, right? Like, I mean, for all I for all I know, as a player, like, the, there's an economic in them there. So, like, all right, I don't know. <laughs> Our players included Mick Swan, George C, Ken Trench, and myself. With Jeff Wilkins as the keeper of the secrets, we're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post production. In order to create a richer listener experience, we provide audio-only versions of our shows, free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on the latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness. For another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of the Google Role Playing Game. Until next time, good luck, good game.